This week on the BAMFcast, Captain Burke, you naughty nautical boy. One star, anchors away. All right, and welcome to the BAMFcast. Hey, BAMFcast. Episode 392. Man, that number's getting excessive. Way too many. (laughs) So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. Yeah, that's BJ. He's out on assignment. He is. Not dead. He's doing good things. He is, yes. In other states that have hurricane problems. Mm -hmm. He is. So So he'll come home to another state that is probably going to (laughs) have hurricane problems. Could have just stayed home. Hooray for nature! Yeah! Uh, so let me, let me tell you what we do each and every episode of this here at Please tell me. We go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Oh. Come in here and talk about it for the first half. Then we rate them. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They go one to five jocks and robot jocks. Hey, Hooray, robot jocks. That's a movie with robots. It is. And jocks. <laughs> we like and that. And it's awesome. However, there are bad bad movies and stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags as in giant bags of trash. Ew. Just garbage. Just refuse. Drip, drippy... We're of use of <laughs> Not even sandbags, just bags. <laughs> this movie has bags. <laughs> <laughs> like bags of sand. Mm. Um, yeah, because yes. we've returned to the world of Andy Sedaris. <laughs> Woo! It's been a long, long time. It's been almost a year and a half. Yeah, why yeah. do we keep waiting so long? I don't know. It just happens, man. Yeah, it's weird. But we did the next in the series, 1993's Fit to Kill. Fit to Kill. Fit to Kill. Fit to Kill. <laughs> Uh, would you like a plot summary for this year movie? Uh, yes, because I didn't get it while watching the movie. I have one right <laughs> okay, here. Yeah, I'd huh. love to hear what this movie's actually about. Lethal agents Donna and Nicole accompany and protect a wealthy Asian businessman and his rare diamond against a sinister international jewel thief. Ish. Huh. <laughs> sinister guy. I don't think he really mm-hmm. credits himself as a jewel thief most of the time. No. No. But this is a direct sequel to Hard Hunted, the it last is. one. Yes, it even features footage from Hard Hunted. It does. Nonsensical footage from Hard Hunted, but... Well, they added some new nonsensical yeah. footage, too. Mm, yeah. yeah, and did. this is the uh, the seventh Sedaris movie we've uh, done. Uh-huh. We, we've been going in order. We skipped Malibu Express in the very beginning. Yes. For whatever reason, but we've done every one of them since then. Mm-hmm. It's a very different movie. I will just say that. Malibu, Malibu, Malibu Express, Express feels yeah. like a 70s movie. Yes. Yeah, we may we may loop back to it once we've. Yeah, we may just feel the need. <laughs> we're nearing the end anyway. Yeah, only like, two left is, after this. this. Is, well, official Sedaris. Yes, Andy Sedaris, I right. should say. Sedaris I guess, crime. I guess his son did a couple other ones yeah. in between this one and the next mm-hmm. Andy Sedaris one. So, yes. okay, you know. But also, this is a farewell. Yeah, uh, for the Sedaris world that we know. We didn't know this until looking it up afterwards. Yeah, but both Donna and Nicole. This is their swan song. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing they brought on Julie Strain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh-huh. Shit. Yeah. I just realized we have to talk about the plot of this movie in somewhat of an order. Well, let's talk uh, about what happens first. Okay. Which is Donna and Nicole are hanging out in a waterfall. <laughs> Yeah. Back to frolicking and splashing around as you do. Mm-hmm. Just all the greatest hits for Donna and Nicole in their final film. <laughs> Just, But they're clothed, so this is different. We haven't seen this before. <laughs> yeah, them in a pool with tops on. Yeah. It's weird. 
And over on the the shoreline of this little oasis that they're in is a pile of guns and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And they get a beeping thing. Yeah, a thing beeps and they're like, oh, we got to go. We got to stop this foolishness. So, yeah. And we've also seen dudes creeping around with like masks on and stuff Mm -hmm. and camouflage. Yeah. So it's all children of the corn here for a few minutes of them dashing around and hunting each other of Mm -hmm. some for some reason. Yeah. Um, and then basically, eh, there's two dudes and they get shot, but they don't get shot with bullets. They get shot with pellets. Yes. Cause paintball guns. It's an exercise. Yes. And it's revealed that it's Shane Abilene and Bruce. Yes. Bruce Ooh. Christensen. Oh, okay. Is that his name? <laughs> Just Christian. Christian. He's not a son. Bruce Christian. Christian okay. Bruce. <laughs> yeah. He made a, made a Christian named yeah. Christensen. But, uh, also during this, uh, they get attacked. By a, a tiny helicopter. Yeah, the the girls continuing Sedaris's obsession <laughs> with remote control vehicles. Yeah, and this this thing just fire fires tiny rockets at the girls, and the girls are like, "This is a part of the drill," and run away in slow motion because, mm-hmm. of course, they do because they're not wearing bras. And yep. <laughs> I believe they do something that you described last week as waggle their hooters. They do. The the hooters get waggled track. as they run away in slow motion. Yes. But uh eventually it's revealed that the it is part of the drill. It was just a secret part of the drill. Mm-hmm. And I I whoever is running this thing, it's whoever the head of this agency is that nobody likes. Guy. Yeah. I don't I e- literally don't know his name. Yeah. I be- he's not Lucas, is he? I don't know. I really yeah. don't. Maybe he is. He was in the last one. Though. Okay. Maybe that's Lucas. And then there's Dr. Somebody. Who's Dr. just Lecter. <laughs> no, it's not Dr. Lecter. Oh. <laughs> it's just Dr. Polo shirt man. Who is okay. the inventor of the tiny helicopter. Mm. So oh, I think it was Emerson. Yeah. Dr. Emerson. Oh yes. Dr. Emerson. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Yeah, so I just uh, remember he did thinking, his best work with Doctors Lake and Doctor. Yeah, Palmer. that's where I was. As soon as he said it, I was like, Doctor Lake, Doctor Palmer. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they're like, yeah, cool. Check this thing out. It's a new thing. It's got we can put powerful, more powerful missiles on it if we want. We chose not to. Uh, let's, let's go back to the ra- the. <laughs> let's go back to the hot tub or wherever the hell they go. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. Yeah. At some point, they do just cut to the hot tub, and there's a topless chick just standing there in it. Yeah. Well, well, they we're back at the radio station. Yeah. That's where? her job is to <laughs> either be in a bikini or be topless. Yes. While Ava just narrates stuff on the radio, fucking sits in a windowsill and just <laughs> chats up on the radio. You know, and if, yeah, her but, weird, dumb code word bullshit for mm-hmm. <laughs> whoever the hell is listening. And eventually finds out that the group is going to come in for they, they have a, a mission that they're going to be sent on. Mm-hmm. And so she has to tell topless girl in the hot tub, we're going to need a lot more coffee. Yep. To, to which it. this girl just walks over to the coffee pot and slowly pours the coffee into the cup. Yep. Which I don't know why. And like, then the camera just sits there for a while. <laughs> like well she had to make room in the coffee pot for, for more, more coffee? coffee oh i see so she's like it'll stay in this cup okay <laughs> what the fuck ever <laughs> but uh, yes they all they all gather together mm-hmm. and this is when they learn that there is going to be a an exchange of a, this this businessman chang all right they all gather around the hot tub yeah and uh one of them's late 
Yeah. Oh, Edie. Yeah, Edie's late. She falls on Edie, her the redhead who sings. <laughs> yes. From the previous entries, she might, who's besides, established as the clumsy one. Yeah. Besides Donna, she's like the longest running mm-hmm. still around. I think. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, but, but they just but, they have a briefing. Yeah, she does a prat fall, and then they yeah they get a briefing that Chang is going to donate some Nazi diamond mm-hmm. to <laughs> to the United States as some sign of. No, they're going to give well, it to the... They, they don't know about the diamond or no, yet. They, yeah, yeah, they're going to give it to the Russians. He, he, the, their, their mission is literally like, go meet up with Chang. He's going to make a big announcement. You've heard of him, okay. right? Yeah, he's really Chang's important. coming here. Yeah, he's a businessman. He needs Go find help. out what yeah. he needs and, that's and wants. It. They're like, okay, sounds yeah. easy enough. We'll yeah. show up at the party. But uh, we're also reintroduced to Kane, who's chilling in Vegas at the Aladdin. Yeah, the bad guy from the previous one. Uh-huh. And maybe the previous one before that, we are not sure. <laughs> Who was played by Pat Morita. <laughs> right. Now he's just British dude. Yeah. We're also introduced to Julie Strain, mm-hmm. who is wearing uh, the the poster that they show most often with her and Donna back to back, where she's wearing one of those, those like <laughs> one piece bathing suits that's like the weird V thing. Yeah. That- it's on the live stream. I'm pointing in the general direction. Yeah. It. Yeah. It's one of those like least practical bathing suits in the history of bathing suits. Mm-hmm. But. She's doing yoga in it, Is but that what doing that was? really weird. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, she's showing off. It's yoga. half yoga and half like muscle posing. Yeah, which the whole time I was like, "Is this your like audition tape to play Chi Hulk?" Yeah, yeah, it's it's like a I'm <laughs> Mister Atlas. You know, it's it's a lot of that. And then occasionally she'll do something really dumb, like get upside down and lean against a po- uh, uh, you know, like a just something that's yeah there. just yeah. something she's on the roof of the fucking hotel mm-hmm. and then she's finally done and she's like oh thank god and then just takes her top off just yep. undoes the thing and just like here's hooters and it's like why you're literally re- wearing dental floss why mm-hmm. did you why were you like oh thank god i could finally mm-hmm. get out of these clothes yeah and also kane's uh kane's girlfriend silk silk has come back from shopping and has to show off all of her stuff mm-hmm yeah. Which includes her more, stuff, more boobs, but but <laughs> she does first show she shows off the clothing that she got, including uh-huh. lingerie, which is she shows off the dress that she got for the party and then lingerie she got for the after party. Mm-hmm. And then they basically go in the bedroom and it's like, oh, here's more nudity. So th- this. <laughs> yes. Like getting it out of the way now, like this one has, I think it has to be the highest sex quotient out of all of them that we've seen so far. I believe you might be right. Silk, by the way, is a long-running character in this as well. Yeah, who was kind of working with Donna and them. She but... was, but then went undercover to infiltrate Kane, and then has just suddenly become working his, with just Kane his all the time. Sticks around, yeah, just twenty-four-seven, yeah. like all the time. I'm here, but they don't use her as any kind of contact or anything. What he, what she's done is given him this pendant that mm-hmm. has a tracker in it, which happened in the last movie yeah. that he's still wearing, and that's the extent of Silk's involvement in any actual yes. plot yeah other than that she's just around to maybe mm-hmm. get topless or be an extra body in a scene yeah so but so they've moved to the sex mm-hmm. meanwhile <laughs> julie strain has decided to get in her her murder in cat suit <laughs> her jangly ninja yeah, outfit she's wearing like a black body suit mm-hmm. uh-huh. but then it has basically it's not even bedazzled. It's like no. jewelry hanging off of it. And it's it also includes like Madonna style external underwear. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like that's being held up by these chains. Mm-hmm. So yes. it's just you're going to go in full cat suit burglar mode, but you're bringing jangly chains on it, too. 
Yes. Yep. It is the least practical murdering outfit yeah. that one could be wearing. It's bad. It, it's not a good hit lady <laughs> outfit. But so. But I think she felt like she was super hot in it. And that's what I'm matters. Sure. Yes, I'm sure that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Um, she had the confidence to murder when she wore that suit. It's true. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to be like second guessing your appearance when yeah. you go out to murder. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she might have body positivity, away, y'all. Yeah. She might have prevented herself from murdering by jangling all of her chains all over herself. Mm-hmm. However, she was very confident <laughs> while doing it. That is true. But she actually pulls it off. She gets in the room. Yeah. Kane's just kind of standing there. Kane is just in the doorway of the bathroom watching Silk do something, which is just like, ew. She's pooping. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, Kane's into that. Kane is a man who's seen a lot. He, he has. He's, but yeah, Julie He's moved to that realm. Yeah. But yeah, she and she just walks up and shoots him in the back. Mm-hmm. But then like the room service guy and the uh, Silk come out and he <laughs> pops up and they're all just like, ha ha. You fell for our trap. Mm-hmm. Now you will dine with Kane. Yeah. <laughs> as punishment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and she sits down and has dinner with him. She changes. Yeah. She puts changes, on, they have an outfit for her <laughs> yeah. to put on. Right. And is this when she reveals that she, you should call me Blue Steel? <laughs> well, no. He goes, your reputation precedes you. Right. I do believe you're going by the alias of Blue Steel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everyone yeah. make the Zoolander face. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, and it's just basically like, so I know your boss, and how about this? How about you come work for me, and then we make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I, she never says yes, but she's on board after mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So there we have we have introduced old and new characters alike. Yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> all the old characters have gone to meet Chang. They have. Yes. Who then tells them? Hey, I'm retiring. I've done a lot for Hawaii. I want to ensure peace for everyone. And I'm going to, I've got this Nazi diamond. And he gives that, that, that is going to be given to the Russians in a ceremony on the U.S. soil, something or other. But not just that. It's like, let me tell it. Now, then yeah. he goes, let me but tell goes, you the backstory. Let me tell you the history of it, mm-hmm. which I don't know the history because one of the very first scenes that, I mean, they cut to like stock footage of World War II and Nazis and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's some dude like in the black and white footage getting blown up and they use the scream that uh, if you fell off a cliff in Dark Forces yep. that they use. And I believe it's also the uh, the Howie Long scream from, uh, I, I want to say it's Fireproof. or what it, Firestorm? Firestorm, yeah. Or like the Canadian like, firefighters. <laughs> yeah, whatever that scream is, yeah. that, that's where most people know it from. Okay. Which will never not make me laugh. Like, like We fucking that scream, lost it. <laughs> that scream, like, like, fuck the Wilhelm scream. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. The Firestorm scream is like one of, slash Dark Forces scream, is one of my favorite screams of all time. And they used it in whatever the footage was of this one dude getting blown up. <laughs> And I just laughed through the entire rest of the backstory of this jewel. So I have no idea why well, so much this so, diamond is important. Yeah. So much so that it starts with stock footage, and then they actually filmed some like Nazi shit. Yeah, they did. Like, like I had my vision had finally cleared enough to where I could <laughs> see the screen again, and it was just like, wait, this is they're actually shooting new World War II footage, mm-hmm. sort of. Like there's there's crumbled buildings yeah. and a and a Mercedes with you know swastikas and shit on it. Yeah, and the guy gets out and like. He's telling this. I mean, what I heard of it. He's telling this whole story about it. It's 1943. Hitler had, had surrendered in Stalingrad, and, and basically some of the leadership was like, "This guy fucking sucks." Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you know. And so they're like, "Well, we're just going to keep this diamond 
for ourselves and like put it in our little Nazi box here and <laughs> Nazi <laughs> box. And then like we're gonna fuck off to South America and you know get away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they did. Yes. Yeah. And um. So yeah. And like so, the story is like yes. And I met whatever this you know on the lamb Nazi guy in South America, and he gave me this diamond. And yeah. Like and now I'm going to give it back to the people of Russia. Yep. In my grand gesture, they yeah. will enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. And he wants them there because he doesn't. He needs he basically needs security detail. Mm-hmm. And he wants the help of, and I guess they still do work for the U.S. government technically. Yes. Right. Yes. Sure. So that's why he needs them there to help. Okay. So, and oh yeah, Kane will probably be there. <laughs> Which they're just like that son of a bitch. Not at first. Especially Don. At, at first, she's like, "Who? Oh wait, that guy. He tried to kill us." I mean, it's just yeah. like. At first, she's like, who? Kate? Kate? Oh, that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you mean the guy from the last movie that tried to kill us? Okay. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. And yeah, she's very much, once she puts a bit, the pieces together, is like, if I see him, I'm going to fucking kill him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't appreciate someone trying to kill me. <laughs> I, I kill them right back. Yeah, I don't appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, who does? Yeah. Yeah, really? Really? Who does? I don't know. No. But so they all get dolled up for the party. They do. Uh, and Kane. Okay, so hold on. They okay. do the whole, like, you guys go back to Wing, Wendingo Airlines or whatever the fuck the name of their stupid... Molokai. Molokai Airline. Express. And they do the whole, like, let's get in the plane and fly across some mm-hmm. scenery, which is all stock footage from other movies. Mm-hmm. And so they land, and they're like, okay, you guys go check out this stuff, and we're going to go. And it's literally just Donna and Nicole saying, we're going to go inside and change. And this is their nude scene of just them yep. taking off their clothes and looking for an outfit and occasionally peeking over at one another like, you know, your rack is still, you know, <laughs> it's just the it, implants they, are they, really holding up. They completely ran out of how do we get them naked mm-hmm. ideas. So they're just like, just put a camera in the dressing room. <laughs> yeah. Let's just watch that. Yep. I don't know. That just seems so fucking lazy to me. Yeah. And Ava also picks up the Russian uh, emissary. Ava, the the radio DJ lady, uh-huh. who I guess is now part of the official part of the team. I mean, I sure getting they, sent out to do stuff. She is, but yeah, yeah. She picks the them up, and the Russian guy like geeks out over the fact that it's a Mustang and it's five and he he need, he has yeah. to drive it. And they're they're driving with the ragtop down, so their hair can blow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just want to point out that the main giant Russian dude has been in every single one of these as a different character every time really and usually of a different ethnicity <laughs> is he the one who gets the razor frisbee i he might be i don't know i don't remember i think he is but he was pico in the last one. Oh, who oh was, pico de gallo yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, i remember guy. him yeah pico that guy yeah, yeah. That, pico that guy but yeah he is oh he is literally in all of these as a different person every time mm. all right <laughs> he's just you're he's sedaris's go-to that guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, they killed off Al Leong, so... Yeah, yeah, couldn't go to him. So, um, they... Which they actually do recap that part, by the way. They do, yeah. Yes, because when he's telling a story... when he's trying to recruit Julie Strain... Yeah, let me tell you why I'm so mad. Yeah. (laughs) Where he says, you know, my my henchmen had the the the, nuclear device. Yeah. And he was flying in the helicopter, and Donna Spear shot him down. Yeah. So I think I want to kill her, but... Mm -hmm. Probably not. No. Anyway. But it does become part of his plan <laughs> where, where he knows he knows that she will be at the party. Mm-hmm. So we realize that he's got a plan yeah. for her. And uh, Julie Strain has rolled up to an airport hangar. 
and is meeting up with Dr. Emerson or whoever. Dr. Palmer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they just go back and forth and just, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about, but it is just, so do you have something long and hard for me? And he's like, Oh, the longest and the hardest. And she's like, is it deadly? And he's like, uh, <laughs> Oh, you mean the helicopter? Yeah. Oh yeah. Here, take are we it. Talking about my dick. Yeah. Or what are we talking about here? But he's just like, all right, thanks for this briefcase full of cash. Probably I'm going to get on my bike. See ya. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, rolls off and they just, immediately you're like we're gonna test this helicopter on that guy so let's yeah. drive out to the desert and we'll set up in our van and we'll just fly the the evil black helicopter so there's mm-hmm. two helicopters yes in this. there's the white one and the black one so they have the evil prototype black one of course and so they they fly it through the desert and the doctor dude is like oh i'm getting chased by a helicopter i should do maybe a sweet stunt or two yeah. <laughs> um and then he is just blown the fuck up. Yeah, he's like, this is like the Frankenstein story all over again. Destroyed by my own creation. So. Yeah. And also Julie's train. Yes. But yeah, and then so she she pulls up in a van and just walks over to his body and spits on it mm-hmm. and then takes the suitcase. But, but we need to point out that when she does, like when she's in the van and they've got a little monitor because the, the, the drone thing has a camera on it. Uh, when it blows up the motorcycle, she does the yes, and that's back in this series. Mm-hmm. So it's been gone a little while, but every time someone gets shot or blows something up, one of the characters will go, yes. <laughs> Just about. Yeah. So yeah. they are super stoked every time they blow something up. Mm-hmm. But she didn't like that guy. She spit on his his corpse. She spit on his grave. That's that's just that's disrespectful. It is. You don't need to do that. Yeah. What a lucky man he was. <laughs> she is also in fucking stiletto heels, like everywhere, like in the desert. On a boat. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, Julie Strain is six foot one. Yeah, she doesn't need it. Yeah, you don't need to put her in stiletto heels. Yeah, there's a there's a, a scene where she's walking down a dock, and you're like, good lord, that woman is all leg. Like, mm-hmm. it just, like, the legs stop well, at the top of Kane's head. they also put her in, like, the world's shortest miniskirt. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they do. But, like, like, the underwear had to be the same color as the miniskirt, because you would see everything otherwise. Mm-hmm. But, yes, it is. That, that contributes to her. Trust me, you can see whatever you want about Julie Street. Yeah, I, <laughs> I do have the internet, yes. Yeah. All right, so it's party time? Yeah. Party time. Yeah. Woo! Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh shit. <laughs> Flip the table. Um, yeah, so it's black tie event. Mm-hmm. Time to, you know, just... The party itself doesn't make any sense because it seems like everybody, good and evil, is there and everyone knows that good and evil mm-hmm. are there, but everyone's just like... It'll probably be fine. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, Donna bumps into Kane, and they just kind of do this, like, oh, you're here. Well, good thing it's a party. Otherwise, I would fucking murder you. And Kane's just like, well, that's no way to treat a fine gentleman. Yeah. You want to dance? Yeah. She's like, no. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> he's like, well, you should. It's your last. <laughs> no, he's, well, he says, so like, as a condemned man, I get my final wish, and I wish to dance. Let's go. Yeah. Well, she says, I'm going to take my eyes off you, mm-hmm. Kane. Yeah. Edie's there to sing. Yeah. She sings a song called Make Believe. And it is not as good as the song in the last one. Define good. Was the song in the last one good? We made a video of it. It was good enough because it was all about waking up at the crack of noon oh, and just right. fucking off and not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But yeah, no, this song is no good. 
but no. she, I mean, no good to the point where she kind of gets lost in the middle of it. Like she <laughs> yeah. doesn't even remember that she's performing. <laughs> well, it doesn't help. I mean, look, I mean, all of the ladies in this are very well endowed chestically. And <laughs> <laughs> yes, the chesticulations are on point for all of yeah. them. They sure are. But I mean, here's this lady. She's she's tall. She's she's well endowed and she's wearing this dress. She's like wearing one that's like plunging neckline doesn't describe it. It's. No, it's, you know, it's, it's like belly it's button. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's an, like half dress, half corset. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it's basically a, a corset, but it's it's black and it's got it's that kind that like the neckline plunges all the way down past the navel, and yeah. she's got the like diamonds on the on the inner part, which just looks like a giant zipper of like mm-hmm. I just busted out of my zipper and here I am singing a song. So yeah. I, I whatever. Yeah, all of the most of the outfits in this are just. But gen- either way, ridiculous. we figure yes. the actual singer for the band was in the back, tranquilized on like. <laughs> horse pills or something that she gave him which another point so there there is there are a couple of musicians in this scene hanging out in the background mm-hmm. now this is startling because the entire soundtrack up until this point has been one man with a casio keyboard Ugh. and it is the worst i mean i don't remember any of the other soundtracks being this bad this is fucking garbage this is like the sound in sierra online adventures yeah from like 1989 yes it's like like your ad lib was pumping out (laughs) these exact tunes as as incidental music while you know you were walking around town solving Mm -hmm. an adventure yeah yeah it's it's fucking garbage and like when i saw those like a dude with a guitar i was like couldn't you have just hired that guy to like provide some some licks for the soundtrack i mean Mm -hmm. jesus He's there. He's obviously for hire. You don't know that you actually knew how to play. You think they just hired a guy to look like he could play? Sure. Okay. Well, how hard is that? I I don't know. But anyway, so the song ends, and like Donna's like, "I'm going upstairs to do something." She's well, she, go- she followed well, Kane. She follows right, Kane upstairs. Yeah, Kane goes, goes upstairs, and then she goes, and he does the most obvious, like hide behind the door yeah. when she comes in, and then closes the door, and is like, "Ha! Why are you following me?" Yeah. And they kind of, he's just like, maybe I'm going to kiss you. And she's like, well, you're he, fucking not. <laughs> yeah. And he gives this story about how, like, well, I'm trying to go legit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is, this is part of yeah. making that happen. Yeah. I need your help. You know, mm-hmm. like, well, what can I do? How can I prove yeah. that I'm going legit? But, but yeah. But then he goes in for the kiss and she's like, uh, no, yeah. no. Yeah. And then lets him to which Julie Strain kind of pops out from behind a court, takes a picture. Mm-hmm. And then. Yeah. She's got like one of those stupid little snap together spy camera things yeah. mm-hmm. but like keeps it in her like the center of her chest like in yeah. the cleavage area yeah, yeah. it's a third pocket <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah so and then donna is like something happens that she's backing away from him for well, whatever reason she's he like wasn't really into the kiss okay, thing. i yeah. want you dead don't fucking make out with me and okay. then you know julie strains like, i wasn't sure if there was something else he yeah. said yeah that uh, pissed maybe. her off or if it was just the whole like this was unwanted <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I believe, and then yeah, that. she yeah. backs into the the rag that <laughs> smells like chloroform. Please don't say that about Julie Strain. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, I, but I don't know what she smells like. Okay, well, she gets chloroformed, yeah. and then uh, he's like, "Good job, Blue Steel. Now chloroform me so our ruse can mm-hmm. be complete." Well, yeah, they also go in the. There's a safe in that room. Oh yeah, the computer unlock this the safe and take the diamond. Yeah. Yep. And, and then part of the plan is, yes, he will get chloroformed and they'll both wake up. And, mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yes. Someone has stolen the diamond. 
because now and and the funny thing is like she, julie strain like as they're doing the presentation walks out mm-hmm. and like sticks the does she stick the diamond in the well she throws the diamond out the window and the the captain henchman guy is just waiting for it it's like all right cool and they put it in the helicopter and they fly it away they put it in the cockpit of the helicopter and fly it off yeah well, meanwhile we, like while she walks down during the ceremony and like very noticeably puts something in one of the waiter's like it's waistband. It's, it's the something. main henchman guy, the the dude's main like fat Kenny Powers guy. Oh, Chang's. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, put something in his hand, and then they just gather up their evil posse, and they're just like, "We're leaving," mm-hmm. and they head out. Yeah, like mid ceremony. Yeah, like at, at the the reason everyone's there. Yes, and, and no one notices this. Yeah. But then, so Chang is like guard go get my diamond let's do this and Which, everyone's kind of standing around i mean he, he he has just told this entire long history story and yeah. he doesn't have the diamond standing by yeah like, i don't know why he wouldn't just say that yeah know, this like watch. have it in his pocket you know just <laughs> yeah. and here it is you know but yeah it was like, in the safe the whole time he doesn't have a lot of timing because i mean no. this man just drones on about some history shit like to the mm-hmm. point that like they keep cutting back to it i'm like can you have booby lady <laughs> sing another song because yeah. yeah. it's better than this shit yeah yeah, but Donna stumbles down the stairs because the diamond has been stolen. <laughs> and everyone's just like, gasp! Yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah. Um, yeah, and and uh, Kane also kind of stumbles down, like, what? Yeah, what has happened? Yeah, yeah. And that's when Lucas is like, oh, we got to get to the bottom of this. And mm-hmm. what you know, what what happened to you both? And oh, you must have been overpowered. And blah blah blah. And they're basically like, well, Chang, we'll we'll get it back. Yeah. Don't sweat it, man. We're on the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and mean, meanwhile, it, Ava, like, side note, Ava had been dancing with the KGB guy or whoever, the the Russian agent mm-hmm. at some point and been like, oh, you know, you're just a diplomat. I'm I'm more interested in bad boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tough guys. But Kane's doing the, look, I was knocked out, too. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it couldn't be me. Right. Obviously, I'm here the whole time. Yes. I was also poisoned with smells. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Poison confirmed that yes, that rag did smell like chloroform. <laughs> it did. Yeah. So uh, now it's like okay, the next day, yeah. what are we gonna do? Well, and they it's... tell him, and they tell him he's still a suspect. Yeah. You know, Lucas is like, you're still suspect. Don't take that boat in international waters. I'll board you so quick. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, and, and he's like, wait a minute. If he goes into international waters, you can't board it. it yeah. I, anyway. No, they go with pirate rules at that point. Yeah. Storing the boat and take I'm no the diamond expert back. on maritime law. But mm. okay, my understanding from Always Sunny in Philadelphia <laughs> Go on. is that anything goes in international waters. That's true. As I've been told. Yeah. I see. Huh. So, all right. Um, here's where basically the worst part of the movie kicks in, because Kane <laughs> is having a meeting and he has once again hired the two fucking idiot henchmen. Mm hmm. Who, whatever their names are, this time evil are, and Knievel. they are now evil and Knievel. Yeah, those are code names, dirt. Yeah, you know, and like Kane, even at this point realizes these two are fucking idiots. Mm-hmm. But he's just like, ah, it'll be a distraction from something because he he says for them to go kill Edie and Lucas, mm-hmm. but make and he actually runs down a list of all the things that have prevented them in the past from hitting their target he's like make sure there's no fishermen no other agents around no mm-hmm. <laughs> no children nothing no animals yeah, yeah. so yeah because this is what the fourth time they've third or fourth yeah henchmen yeah so I, I don't think we mentioned that his stupid crystal necklace is back yeah we did oh we did okay yeah because yeah. it was the whole uh 
how they're tracking him, right? Yeah. yeah. But but, it's, yeah, but one of the heckle and jekyll dumbasses like is walks up and is like, hey, that's a swell necklace you got on there, Mr. Kane. Uh-huh. Well, you know, and then just well, okay, so the girls are in the background just fucking sexy posing all over the place like like each doing their own charlie's angels pose while their tits are hanging out mm-hmm. and so when doofus goes over and is like hey man sweet crystal and goes down to like hold it one of the uh, julie strain like bends over more so you could see even more of her boobs and he just goes duh and pulls down and snaps the the mm-hmm. chain off and then he's like, oh, my God, Kane, I'm so sorry. And Kane's like, whatever, we'll get it fixed. Just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Just yeah. go, please. Um, So they give the necklace to. Yeah, Silk offers because she's the double agent. Yes. To take it. He's like, no, no, I'll send, you know, uh, Captain Beefcake, whatever his name was. Yeah. And I think we have skipped the night before. <laughs> I think they they traveled to this location on the boat the night before mm-hmm. because that's when everyone has sexy time. Right, including Captain Beefcake and Julie Strain. Yeah, because oh, so yeah. so Kane and What's-Her-Face, she's like, I know how to make you feel better and they're all celebrating that they have the thing. Mm-hmm. So they have the sex, which is not the important part of this. Julie Strain is at the sink fucking lapping up tap water like a cat or something. It's... Lap water. <laughs> <laughs> No, we'll yeah. get to the lap water uh, later. Oh, okay. <laughs> but then, you know, Captain Beefcake walks in. Burke. His name is Burke. Whatever. Captain, Captain, Captain Beefcake. Burke. <laughs> Captain Burke comes in. Um, and I don't know why this completely minor incidental character gets a sex scene with Julie Strain, but that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're... Hey, man. There's even spanking and... It, yeah. Yes, there's spanking and, and grinding and... Her saying strange nautical things to him. <laughs> yeah, it's the one that feels more explicit than the others. It does, yeah. Like, this is the unrated scene Yeah, that would have been cut out of the video store R-rated version. It, but, yeah, I mean, she she says two really dumb, fantastic <laughs> things in this scene. because she, she calls Captain Burke her naughty nautical boy. Yes. That's the first yes. one, and you're like, and then like, okay, I, shut I up. And, then, <laughs> and then just like a one-two punch right after that, mm-hmm. she starts moaning and yeah, uh, I, I guess. obviously orgasming as she says, "Anchors away," mm-hmm. <laughs> and that kind of ends the scene. Sure does. I, I don't know if anything else happened after that because I think we were all laughing too hard. I have I at her just groaning out, "Anchors away." <laughs> I have no fucking idea. Right after calling him the naughty nautical boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I don't know what number sex scene that is. At oh, this we point, had so it's, lost count at that point. And it's, yeah. we're not even halfway through the sex no, scenes. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah, that that's when he hires the, the doofuses who then they go, they fucking actually go to the toy store. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the RC the, hobby shop, whatever. Yeah. But they just they go to which I'm sure that was Andy Sedaris's RC hobby guy. Oh, absolutely, I had hundred yeah. percent. Oh, yeah, and it's just hey man, you give me all these sweet RC cars and I'll put you in a movie. Yeah, and it was just they just want to buy this remote control motorcycle, and this whole scene is about buying this remote control motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Does not factor into anything. No, other than to show how stupid they are and make <laughs> jokes <laughs> yeah. because. <laughs> they're they're attempting to appear smart, even though they're idiots. Mm-hmm. And so they're talking to this guy, and they're like, "Hey, this uh, remote controlled motorcycle is is it come with a remote?" 
control? And the guy's like, yeah. And it's wireless, too. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, we only buy American. Is it, where's this made? And they're like, oh, oh, you, you want America? Well, you need to buy the Yamaha one here. Mm-hmm. Like, Yamaha? That don't sound American. He's like, no, Yamaha, Nebraska. <laughs> Oklahoma. Go, Oklahoma, yeah. yes. You go there and you get a free, free, free drink. Free beverage. Yeah. And they're like, well, that's a, that's a good deal. And yeah. Yeah. I'll, just... It's just dumb joke after dumb joke, mm-hmm. and then something about batteries. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they buy a remote controlled motorcycle. They do. That's the entire yeah. point of the scene. It is, and they don't use it because when Edie and Lance yeah. get to Lance, whatever fuck his name is, um, the other the Lucas, guess, Lucas, they get to the beach. She's just hanging out on the beach, mm-hmm. and he just kind of like sli- slides over, just like, "Hey, yeah. d- didn't expect to find you here." And then he's like, "I got my camera," and just suddenly becomes a music video of her in a sheer thing that is getting drenched while he's two inches away from her taking mm-hmm. pictures. And then they end up having sex for like, I don't know, four seconds before it cuts back yeah, to them. in a pool. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just, I don't know if it was a flashback to a previous movie because I, I, I can't remember anymore, but or if it was just like a flight of fancy that he had. Yeah. Because then they just cut back to them at the beach. Like, and mm-hmm. he's just like, he, which <laughs> I mean, when the scene happened, I was like, Oh, okay. Cause when, when she stumbled into that very first meeting, he was like, how dare you be late? Why don't you sit down? You, you stupid idiot, like oh. falling all over yourself, like just really dressing her down. Yeah. Like, like these ladies need more dressing down. Um, but like <laughs> when they, like when you, this scene happens, I was like, "Oh, they have they had a thing going." That's why he was like trying to pretend like he didn't like her, yeah. mm-hmm. whatever. That always dumb works. Thing, yeah, always works. Always works. Yeah, and she pops a champagne cork into his forehead. Yeah, that yeah. And meanwhile, the uh, evil, our, our evil and Knievel have looked at it and like, "Oh, I can't believe we're killing such a beautiful thing." And yeah, the guys, like, "Well, just think about the money, man." He's like, "Oh yeah, the sweet yeah. money." So and so they, they go back to the little tent and pull out their they they have the remote control motorcycle mm-hmm. but they also have a little dune buggy you know your standard rc car looking yes. thing meanwhile two girls have pulled up in a suzuki samurai one of many or sidekick sorry a suzuki sidekick yes and they're sick of all the hawaiian stuff on the radio so they decide we need to mess with the shortwave radio and get something better <laughs> while these <laughs> I don't du- like this hawaiian music yeah while these dudes decide okay we're gonna send out this this dune buggy which that'll be our test one and then we'll blow them up with the other one i yeah. guess no they just grab the wrong remote which i mean yeah this is just like hey idiot which one's which Dirt, but you know how is the remote controlled motorcycle going to work on the sand it never I, was. I, I don't i, I I'll, I'll give you a hint it wasn't yeah so right. nope. yes yeah but they anyway. probably were like this will look really cool and they're like oh we're gonna do this on the beach yeah it totally won't work yeah but, but yeah so they're driving this dune buggy around remotely and the shortwave radio confuses it and basically, it turns right around and goes right back to them, yeah. and they go gulp, and then their tent fucking explodes. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. but of course they're not dead because they're cartoon characters mm-hmm. again, which means mm-hmm. they just show up, you know, kind of darkened and with shredded clothes. But at least we never fucking see them again. <laughs> at least in this movie, yeah, yes. So, yeah. So I don't know what the point of any of that was, but it eats up like ten minutes of the movie. It's. <laughs> comedy it's bad sure yeah yeah it is yeah so those guys get blown up and they get arrested by our our heroes and yeah they're done mm-hmm. so back to the main plot uh, oh okay which one's the main <laughs> plot <laughs> the something, diamond? something um, about a diamond yeah yeah there's also uh oh god what's her face not donna the other one nicole 
Nicole, the angry one, mm-hmm. who always seems pissed. She doesn't like her job. Well, oh, yes. She is complaining <laughs> about her job. To which, to, Bruce. Is, to which Bruce is like, you know what? I'll make you feel better. Yeah. My yeah. dick. <laughs> yep. yep. Slide onto this. Yeah. <laughs> Please stop talking. Mm-hmm. I mean, I say my dick, but that, that implies that there is anything happening in this movie besides, you know, upper body rubbing and then exerberating all over the body in yeah. random mm-hmm. places. Yeah. Yeah. And she's just not angry during this, but in no way having a good time. She's just like... Yeah. I really just wanted to talk bitch about my job. <laughs> I really didn't want to be doing this, but uh, whatever. You never listened to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But so that's sex scene number 384 in the movie, sure. to which then they go out, they go back outside and they're like, all right, so what are we going to do? And mm-hmm. They're like, all right, you guys need to follow the tracking signal because the tracking signal has left. It's left, left, left the yacht. Yeah. yeah it's left the yacht. And, and then they go, well, Donna, Donna's like, well, I don't trust him. Maybe he's using himself as a decoy. So I need to keep an eye on the yacht. So Donna goes to keep an eye on the yacht. Five feet away from the yacht, talking to herself yes. the whole time. Meanwhile, <laughs> because the thing got, because the necklace got busted, Kane sent his henchman, the captain, the naughty nautical boy, to the pawn shop to get it fixed. <laughs> what? The naughty nautical the boy. Naughty, captain naughty nautical yeah, boy. Yeah, Captain Beefcake. Yeah. Uh, sends him to a pawn shop to get it fixed. Yes. But he walks in as the pawn shop is getting robbed. Of course which, wait. Is. Yeah. First off, <laughs> don't rob a pawn shop. There are there are at least two or three places you should never, ever rob. Number one, gun store. Number mm-hmm. two, very much related, pawn shop. Yeah. Yeah. Pawn shop. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I mean, don't rob places. Well, but sure. If, if you're sure. going to rob places, don't rob those. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, so he walks mid robbery and they're just like, hey, what you got in the bag, huh? Mm-hmm. Ah, sweet. Whatever dumb thing this is. We'll mm-hmm. take that. And then a guy comes out of the bag like, hey, Tony, what's going on? And then they're like, freeze. And he's like, now nah, I'm going to get this gun from the pile of guns mm-hmm. behind this moose or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get shot in the chest. Yeah. So for his troubles. The, the moose out. Fuck, should have told you. Yep. <laughs> so these two criminal geniuses run out to their, I don't know their toyota <laughs> camry that actually has a fucking getaway driver in it mm-hmm. this is just crime of the century <laughs> I, think, and, I think it was a sob because uh, it was so sad oh well okay <laughs> yeah. and they get away they get away to their uh their cabin yeah they get to this tar paper shack <laughs> i swear to god this is the same fucking thing that's been blown up in every sedaris mm-hmm. movie it is literally just a door and a bunch of leaves <laughs> yep and they go inside and are just like, sweet loot. Check out yeah. this loot. And they're like, hey, man, I want to celebrate. Go get us some black coffee and some, what does what he say? Black coffee and some donuts. donuts. Yeah. Just donuts. He wants to celebrate. Jelly donuts, maybe? In a big oh, way. Yeah. <laughs> this guy knows how to fucking party. He does. So they send one guy away in the sweet dune buggy to get mm-hmm. uh, stuff. Meanwhile, yeah. uh, Nicole and whoever Bruce. she's Bruce. with, Bruce, have shown up because they're like, okay, the signal tracks to right here. Yeah. Tracks literally to the front door of this thing, and they just walk right up to it and go, in here. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. like, this doesn't look like a place Kane would be, but we yeah. need to check it out. Yeah, and I do like when they're... Yeah. Why is it, Why is Kane hanging on this palm frond shack? <laughs> Which is literally what this is. Like, yeah. Not even like they bothered to get enough to actually make any semblance no. of a wall. No, mm-hmm. not at all. But I do like that when they're gearing up to go in this place... He like loads up one grenade into mm-hmm. the grenade launcher and she's just like, really? And he's like, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, you never know. <laughs> so 
they knock on the door and it's just that you know who is it a housekeeping or whatever no, they candy gram candy gram yeah land shark and they don't find this funny at all they blow a hole through the door mm-hmm. to which they don't find that funny at all they yeah. just kick the remaining door in and fucking murder those two immediately yep. they blast one guy out the back of the shack yeah <laughs> and then they're like well this is this doesn't look like kane's would that, money would that be a defranza station <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah, but they're just like, well, I guess we solved that pawn shop robbery. Mm-hmm. Womp womp, you know, and they they go back to their car, and that's why that's Dune Buggy guy has returned with, I guess, coffee and donuts, uh, and yeah, just gets they're out. about to radio it back yeah. in, and he gets out and is just like, oh hell no, and just starts shooting, mm-hmm. and then they're just like, shrug, and then fire grenade. <laughs> yeah, they shoot at him a couple times, and they're like, ah, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> launch this paper shack up into the stratosphere which also blows up the dune buggy yes that is the real tragedy because mm-hmm. that yeah. dune buggy did no one it was any a harm sweet buggy. <laughs> so yeah there was an explosion for no reason mm-hmm. so yeah probably someone's fucking at this point however which, which also should have probably blown up the little crystal necklace thing yep but whatever, it comes back yeah, later. Somehow that that makes it back to Kane somehow yeah, at the end of the movie. Yes, it's, but, but or yeah. she just made another one. Mm-hmm. Either it's, way, it, that, that shit got blown up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're both kind of like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they that definitely was like, sweet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I do like that Shane has been uh, Abilene has been sidelined to oh, just yeah. do nothing but sit at the radio station the whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm. s- sit here with Secretary Boobs yeah. and like, do nothing, basically. Yeah. And so he's wrapping up his midnight shift, or his shift that ends at midnight, mm-hmm. and so um, Ava is coming in to do her 14-hour shift or whatever. Yeah. Comes in, and like immediately like a guy in a stocking mask comes in and is going to menace her. Mm-hmm. Starts choking her. Like yeah. Doesn't just yeah. menace her, like straight up like up against the wall, choking her. Right. Yeah, and he pulls out a knife when well, she pulls out nunchucks. Yeah, like, well, just from the choking, she reaches back and like, oh, my handy-dandy nunchucks, <laughs> yes, which, which I never am going to remotely use like nunchucks are used. No, no. they're just they're just a thing. They're to just a blunt instrument. Yeah. So out of nowhere, a uh, Russian man who has been in every Sedaris movie pops into the movie and he says, I will defend you. And mm-hmm. beats that guy up, and then she's like, "Well, well, the guy like pu- pulls a gun and slowly backs away, and then just like <laughs> doesn't say a word, and just like whoop, 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 yeah, just like disappears off. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm yeah, good. he had the upper hand. Yeah. Like even though there were now two of them, he still had a gun, and then he just slowly backs away, and then runs out, and mm-hmm. and then he's like, so am I man enough now well, for you? Tough guy, no, yeah, and mm-hmm. she's like, well, you know, in America, anything is possible. Zip, <laughs> yeah." Well, I mean, she was already wearing, like, lingerie. Oh, yeah, she had, like, just a robe and her fucking non-underwear on. Yeah, and the scuffle, basically, her nips have just fallen out. Yeah, she might as well be nude. And so Russian's guy's like, sweet, time to score. Yeah. So So they they start boning on the air. Yes, they do. Because she takes a call (laughs) mid-bone about how the guy's a Gemini and how she's a Gemini also. Yeah, because the guy just, Ava, I'm a Gemini and I I don't know how to do stuff. And she's just like, oh, you got to do the thing. (laughs) (laughs) So... What was that again? Can you do that one no, again? I, can't. <laughs> I grossed myself out doing yeah. that. It's really. <laughs> so, oh, God. Anyway, they bone on the air. Yeah. <laughs> Which is sex scene number 432 of the movie. Yeah, we are, we are pretty much in showgirls territory at this point of like, mm-hmm. stop fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> then like later, they are just chilling in the hot tub and her breasts are just free 
flowing any which way yeah, the, the, the jets current are, is. The jets yeah. are waggling them itself. <laughs> and as hooters on the current. Or <laughs> so, tidal, tidal titties. His, his helper friend shows back up and he's in a sling and has bruises all over mm. him. And she's like, hey. And, and he's like, what? I did thing to make you have sex. So we good <laughs> and that guy's like we gotta go <laughs> and then, mm-hmm. oh we have to go now for reasons so they leave but haha funny mm-hmm. <laughs> funny <laughs> yes hilarious yeah uh donna has been kidnapped yeah yeah it's an odd scene because oh a bunch of the okay so like yeah. julie strain has turned again but, well, what happens is, like, she sees a guy sneaking onto the boat, yeah, and she's going to go out and stop here. him, and someone has a gun to her head, mm-hmm. and the ninja shoots not our buddy. Yeah, not, not, not Captain not, Beefcake. The, the, like, his the action, assistant. There, yeah, there's an yeah. assistant. The first mate. Yeah, the first <laughs> yeah, he mate. Shoots assistant sexy <laughs> schooner man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the, and the guy sneaking on the boat shoots him, Yeah, and then the other ones all, like, storm the boat. And it turns, and Kane's like, what is this? And suddenly, Julie Strain shoots Captain Naughty Nautical yeah, mm-hmm. and murders him. Yeah, because we're like, wait, why? why? And she's, <laughs> she turned on Kane, mm. and they brought Donna in, and they bring out the jewel. They're like, bring the jewel here. Yeah, and the, so, like, this main dude, he's the one who sent Julie Strain to kill him, and they have some backstory, but just, God, who fucking cares? Like, I just... At this point, the plot is so exhausting and so nothing at the same time, but they work together in the past, and also Kane is the son of the... Yeah, because he gets tied up with Donna and basically is like, you know, do you sprechen any Deutsch? And he's like, a little bit, and um, and he's like, do you know what so-and-so, like, this guy's name is? And he's like, yeah, that's German for walking stick, which, if you speak a little bit of German, <laughs> is walking stick going to be one of them that you just know? No. Like... No. no, it's not. But, but then she's like, walking stick, walking stick, Kane. Kane. Oh, my God. He's your dad. <laughs> your dad was a Nazi. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, whatever. Backstory, blah, blah, and then blah. She's, he's like, yeah, like he, he didn't. I, my dad didn't give that to him at all. He killed my parents. You know. And even though there are competing factions in all this, uh, they all seem to have the same goal, which seems to be to embarrass the United States Secret Service, which I've never I they never make clear why that's such a diabolical thing. Yeah. Like nowadays it happens every fucking day. But I mean, like mm. they're just like, we will embarrass the United States Secret Service. Mwah. It's like, so <laughs> <laughs> who fucking cares? They'll keep it secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, they produce the diamond. The diamond is fake. And they're like, we have to go get the real one. That son of a bitch double crossed us. Chang is like, apparently still got the real one. Maybe mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. I, at this point, I don't even fucking know. Who Basically, he was one. like, oh, he was yeah. gonna, he was going to look good by giving back this diamond, but not actually give it back at all. And haha. Yeah. But I also thought Kane switched him out at some point. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, re- no. I really don't know. They stole the fake. OK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so they have Kane and Donna tied up. Yeah. They Donna, kinda- Donna goes to sleep and Kane is just like, well, time to have a very british fantasy about you now because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just smoky room and james bond imagery and then it's just a smoky bed that donna's writhing around on and he's just like well i might bed you in this bed mm-hmm. a bit yeah but it's it's very 
presented very James Bondy, yeah. Bondy, but like the Bonzi. the the Andy Sedaris budget version of yeah James Bondy, yeah. So, but you kind of get like a recreation of the For Your Eyes Only poster, yeah. At one point, yeah. and there's the MIDI version of kind of like a Bond thing, which sounds like the music you would use on one of your <laughs> your videos, yeah, to escape copyright. Where you, yeah, where you're just like. Let me find the cheesiest version of this song that's made in a MIDI. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's kind of... Imagine the Bond version of that. I yeah, didn't have time to write music. I decided to just ad-lib it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they wake up from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they... It, sex scene number 543. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. But they wake up from that, and they're basically being brought to Chang. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, they're on his grounds somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a bunch of like, ha ha ha! I have the upper ground, uh, you know, upper ground here. And then he's like, "I'm going to kill you, and it'll be the best thing. I should have killed you back when I killed your parents." Ha 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 ha! Mm-hmm. And then Kane is like, "This guy, how do you trust him? I know him. He's an arms dealer. He's not mm-hmm. like Chinese intelligence or anything like that." Yeah. Why do you think they wear that red star on their uniform? Like, what kind of intelligence officer would do that? And he's like. You make some points. I don't know if they're good, but you yeah, make but some. That guy's and, like, shut up, Kane. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, you're going to trust him. He's You're going to kill him and don't trust him. And, ah, yeah. fine. Ninja stars for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's like the, cause the fat Kenny Powers henchman. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of like, this is making some sense. Yeah. I was about to pull his gun. And yeah. That's uh, when, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. he gets necked. He gets ninja star to the neck. Mm-hmm. Sure. Kenny Powers. Yeah. And, and that's when Chang pulls out a knife. Mm-hmm. Like, like all these people are armed with guns and he's like murder <laughs> yeah and then gets Wait, murdered uh, he shouts treachery treachery that's right <laughs> <laughs> i knew it was something really like odd yeah he just shouts treachery takes half a step and is instantly killed and you're just like well that was who cares <laughs> who, who cares also when they were escaping the boat when they were getting off the boat to go see chang Donna just snatched up the diamond that was sitting on mm-hmm. a end table in, mm-hmm. in the yacht and yeah. put it in her boot. And in this chaos, she walks over to the little Nazi box and swaps them out, mm-hmm. f- puts the fake one in there that she had in her boot and puts the real mm-hmm. one back in her boot. Yes. So she now has the real diamond. She does. And then she basically, she's still like, you know, handcuffed, well, zip tied together and like rounds a corner and meets the female, one of the assassin, you know, the Chinese Well, assassins. what happens is like, for some reason... Mm-hmm. Bruce and Nicole are there. Yes. They've all converged. Mm-hmm. Everyone's here now. Yeah. Well, I don't think we know knew Nicole was there. It's just like No, they're just they're there. It's just yeah, all of a sudden just like, when shit goes wrong, yeah. they start shooting people. Yes. They just pop in and just like, "Ha, ah, we're here now." Ah, that's, oh, that's, that's right. Yeah, that's right. She popped up and shot somebody that was about to shoot Donna or something mm-hmm. and then yeah. Yeah. That's what set the chaos. Yeah, a lot of henchmen are dispatched. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there and- is a point where there's uh, one guy is coming for Donna. He's about to shoot her from across a pool. Mm-hmm. And that's when Nicole headshots this dude in the forehead. Yep. Goes, ah, with falls in the pool. One shot with a yeah, newsie. One shot with a headshot. Newsie. And Donna goes, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nicole also gets confronted by the, the flippy lady, the, the white girl who's supposed mm-hmm. to be Asian, who's apparently someone's cousin or something. Yeah. But she just does a bunch of backflips and is like, hiya. And so she just gets Indiana Jones to death because mm-hmm. Donna just pulls a, or, or Nicole pulls a gun out of who knows where. Yeah. Shoots her. It makes like a cannon sound, but it's like a fucking Derringer again. It's the, the tiniest gun that makes the loudest sound for mm-hmm. some reason. It must be a running joke with them. Yeah. Yeah. So. But like, she shoots her and is like, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of kill person and yeah. Yeah. Thing going on. Yes. 
Um, Julie Strain gets she gets she, back to she the basically boat. runs and grabs the jewel that was in the box. Right. So she's got the fake one. Her and the uh, the leader of the Chinese resistance or whoever these people were supposed to be yeah. get on the boat and try and take off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's like, okay, these guys messed up our plan. Fuck them. Yep. Where's the attack helicopter? Yeah, we're launching our evil black helicopter at them. Yeah. And at this point, <laughs> uh-huh. Lucas and and Evie are like, oh, well, we need to get our helicopter out. Mm-hmm. However, they're in the middle of a desert. They are. Their scenes are filmed in the middle of a desert. Mm-hmm. I believe probably in Arizona. Julie Strain's scenes are filmed on a boat, like in California or Hawaii. I'm not sure which. Yep. Totally different location. Yep. And and they are and, shooting each other at yeah, one point. And and they launch the helicopter. And so so Lucas is driving the one helicopter. She's mm-hmm. driving the other. Yep. And she's and they do this whole like, you know aerial thing that's poorly filmed because they don't have the budget to actually shoot things at these things because well, they don't want to hit them. It's and, hard to make two remote control helicopters look like they're actually fighting each other yeah. because they're not that well yeah. controllable. But eventually, Lucas blows up her, her chopper. Mm-hmm. Or no, yeah. yeah. Or, yeah Lucas mm-hmm. blows up her chopper and she gets pissed, oh, pulls out a gun, and somehow shoots him mm-hmm. from miles away <laughs> States across away. the desert. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And and then that's suddenly when when Nicole and Bruce are running back and he sh- and she's shooting the ground near them mm-hmm. and we're like I don't understand what just happened but yeah but they- eventually because Lucas has been sh- Lucas gets shot and he tells Evie cover me <laughs> to which she jumps on top of him while he's on the ground and he goes no not like that <laughs> yeah yeah. And we were laughing so hard at that, we didn't hear what she said to justify what she did, but what, who cares? <laughs> it is it is pretty great. Yeah. But, but, they, but they, Donna eventually takes over the chopper. Yeah. And is Hang dodging on. bullet fire from Julie Strain, and then launches one of the missiles at the yacht, mm-hmm. blowing that yacht the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Or, well, something in the water where yeah, the yacht it's a, it's was. A, it's a match cut shot. Yeah. Something blowing up. Yeah. 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 But... Blow that, blow that thing the hell up. Mm-hmm. And Lucas getting pissed because that was my boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was my yacht. <laughs> no, or, Kane. Or no, Kane. Kane. Sorry, yeah. Kane. Yeah. Furious. Yes. Very that upset. They've blown up his yacht. Yeah. Mine got mine yacht. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the the gang basically goes back to the hot tub to, mm-hmm. to wind down. Donna gets an envelope in the mail. Mm-hmm. And it's the pictures that we never really got into the whole like blackmail oh, yeah. thing about it, but they had pictures that they were going to use to yeah. say that she was in cahoots with Kane. Yeah, and then they were going to blow up the boat with both of them on it, yeah. so that everyone would blame Chang. Mm-hmm. It, that everyone would think Chang was lucky that he got out of there, and that it was their fault for stealing the diamond, and yeah, it got sure. blown up with them. But it's just autographed, and it's like, yeah, uh, next time, maybe next time, Donna. Yeah. And XOXO. And she's just like, oh. Oh, that cane. She she did say when she blew up the yacht, she kind of like almost turned to the camera and said, my work here is done. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, your work is done. This is yeah. your last movie done. <laughs> yeah. It's the last movie for all, almost all of them, yeah. actually. But, but yeah, it's just literally all of them in the hot tub drinking champagne, and they're just yeah. like, sweet, it, we it, did things. Yeah, except for Ava, who presents the, the diamond to the Russian ambassador while he's getting on the plane. Yes. He's like, will I see you again? <laughs> and they, they just keep saying in America, anything is possible. So, mm. yeah. So 
Yeah, yeah there, there's one last shot of Kane in a little raft going somewhere, which I don't understand how he mailed congratulatory <laughs> secret photos yeah. of Donna to her while yeah. he's trapped in this yeah, raft. Yeah, and Kane, <laughs> Kane says, my yacht got blown up. Mm-hmm. I don't have the diamond. Mm-hmm. There's a balloon payment due on my house <laughs> next week. Yes. Just, I, I have nothing. Balloon yeah. Do you still, will you, do you still love me, Silk? Yeah. And she goes, sure, I'll, I'll still love you. Mm-hmm. I won't be with you anymore, <laughs> but I'll still love you. I'll miss you, but. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, oh you. I don't know if you're serious or not. Yeah. yeah. Well, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Kind of it. Yep. yep. Kind of fizzles away after that. Yep. No Stargrove. Oh, no. Edie, Edie's song is not good. No. And the music is worse. Yes. Unless you're really like big on ad lib sounds. As in the ad lib music card, mm-hmm. not ad libbing music, but yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Filmed on Turtle Beach. Otherwise. Right. This is another Sedaris movie. It sure is. And what do Sedaris movies get? Jocks. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's boobs, there's explosions, there's one liners. Uh huh. Mm hmm. And I've. Uh... <laughs> I honestly think that, I mean, this one is nonsense. It Yes. But. I kind of think I enjoyed this one the most since Hard Ticket to Hawaii. <laughs> Actually, probably since Picasso Trigger. I think I, I feel like I, I enjoyed it on about the same level as Picasso Trigger. Okay. I'm going three jocks. All right. There, the only ca- caveat, which is going to sound like the weirdest caveat ever. Mm-hmm. There's too much sex in this movie. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this right now. No, no. But there is a period. There, there's like, I mean, the, the movie's what, 97 minutes? And yeah. I swear to you, at least 50 of it <laughs> is people Cinemax fucking. So, yeah. And it's kind of, you're just like, all right, we get it. I like boobs. Yeah, we get it. Like, Move on. I like grindy women. But, man. It, it, it's just like that whole showgirl thing where it's like, all right, we get it. Put your clothes back on. <laughs> right. It's cool. But yeah, we're good here. Yeah. But yeah. otherwise, like th- this one has the most knowing humor in it, I think, out of all of them. And that kind of worked for me, you know, especially Edie <laughs> jumping on him and him going, <laughs> not like that. It, it It's certainly the one that takes itself the least seriously, I think, mainly because it knew it had no story whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. But it is the song song for like all of them. Pretty much, yeah. I, I don't think anyone except Julie Strain comes back and Which is how. <laughs> and she's a different character in the next one. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. But I I had a lot of fun with this. I think we laughed at a lot of things, and if you put the Dark Force to scream in anything, I'm probably gonna <laughs> like it more. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I had a good time with this, but like I re-listened to our hard hunted episode today. And that one I gave three jocks to. I felt, I guess I felt like that was a more cohesive thing. It had a bunch of dumb stuff in it that we really liked. I think this one has a bunch of dumb stuff in it that we really liked too. But this one did have some stretches of just like, what is happening? And not the sex scenes. I'm talking about just like two people talking. Like anytime Kane was telling his backstory i was just like dude just shut up what are you doing why why is no one fucking like why is nothing blowing up what Mm -hmm. nobody gives a shit like how they are taking this character after one movie who literally ended the last movie with like almost at each other's throats like i must murder you to i must sex you now it's 
it's nonsense, but that's what mm. those movie that's what these movies are. I don't know. Two jocks just seems like where these movies end up going. I I don't feel like this one did anything amazing. The 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 dueling remote control helicopters are are fine, but yeah, you know, still just nothing reaches the heights of where we started. Oh yeah. It's just we started at the top. Yeah. Which is a shame. And I guess I'm I'm ha- I I I guess that his thing is boobs are cheap. You know, these mm-hmm. these these crazy devices. Well, and- I mean, he Yeah, I mean, he finds Playboy models. Yeah. And is like, "Hey, do you want to hang out in Hawaii for a couple months?" All you have to do is take your top off and say a couple of these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I mean, honestly, the the feeling of these movie sets, they had to be so much fun. It had to be fun to make movies with Andy Sedaris. I sure hope so. I, I mean, I, I, I sure I hope mean, so. Because these movies, Nicole is the only one who ever comes off as, as like, I, I don't remember what the actress's name is, but she always seems like she's the only one that doesn't want to be there doing any of this. Yeah. You know, it, it seems like everybody else is like, this is fun, whatever. Yeah. We're in Hawaii. She does seem cranky, like just not having a good time. I don't know. I, I think they probably were. I think they were probably vacations for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I hope that's what they were. I really do. Because yeah. they, they, on screen, they come across as being silly fun. Mm-hmm. You know, because like the dudes are made to be idiots, basically. And it's the women who run everything and, and yeah. take care of everything. Um, but yeah, two jocks. I mean, it's it's enjoyable. I just, I don't know. It just didn't strike me as as amazing as the last one, which wasn't amazing either. But I think I had more fun with that one than this one. So. But this one does have some high highs. It really does. Mm-hmm. Just some dialogue choices. Holy shit. <laughs> yep. Anchors away. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of torn because like I, in, on some ways, this is one of the better ones since the early ones. Mm-hmm. But there's way too many sex scenes. <laughs> like, yeah, just absolutely. Just it's exhausting at a point. Um, and like the to me the the level of to say techie toys is not right but like the 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 goofy just hobby bullshit yeah, yeah. like well like i mean like the last one had a fucking hovercraft like this one like there's not there's a doom buggy yeah like oh and it had it had aliong's custom like sweet yeah, attack chopper yeah, that's mm-hmm. what i mean there's like it just it kind of sucks that like we're we're down to like okay we got some rc helicopters and that's it and a remote control car yeah, and a remote control car you, you know. can literally mm-hmm. watch us buying it <laughs> right i i just it kind of sucks because like you know there, there are things about it that i feel that feel better but then like the soundtrack is just shit and there's way too many faux skinamax sex scenes and mm-hmm. i i don't know it's just like uh, there's so many things that bring this one down that I, I think i gotta give it a two jocks i gotta go down from the last one because i think i gave it three as well okay um so yeah i mean it's just tighten it up like i mean i feel like like some of these like you know you just like stop making you know more additional movies just cram the best bits into one movie you know mm-hmm. like i feel like if you took the last one and this one and, and had made decided to make one movie and it was the the saga of whatever the fuck kane's agenda is mm-hmm. and just get it done you, you would have had a full complete movie yeah. instead of like padding this one with boobs you know which are full of padding um mm-hmm. yeah i don't begrudge any of these naked ladies I, I don't I, I'm, I'm totally fine with with Tadas all over the movie. That's fine by me. Yeah, yeah. It's, but I mean, it's, it's the it's, dialogue scenes that were bothering me. Oh no, because I didn't give a shit. Yeah, there's there's that there's that quotient. There's like the showgirls quotient. It's yeah. you know, like it's just at a certain point, it's like I'm tired of looking at boobs. Like, 
At some point, you have to go home from the strip club. Yeah. Like, you could stay out there all night, but at some point, you're like, I'm good. Yeah, then you're <laughs> that guy that's like, I, yeah, boobs do nothing for me. Like, you know, I've just, I've lived at the strip club, and now it's... Man, we're so jaded. <laughs> Sedaris has jaded us. What has happened? I, I know. You know, like... But, but I... That's why I, I agree with you. Well, it, it's sort of like, look, I mean, here's a, here's a, like a sandwich and a whole bunch of like talking about boobs and other shit. Here's a l- little piece of life advice. I know everyone says like, get a job doing what you love. Don't. <laughs> Don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless like you're like 100% calling the shots and like, you know, doing some dream thing. Do not involve your job with anything that you like, because if it's a fucking job and not a career, you're going to you're going to hate it. Trust yeah. me. Mm hmm. Yeah, like this podcast. Like, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> why my, my, doing my point this? is, is, like, you go be strip club DJ. Eventually, you're gonna be like, yeah. oh, fucking boobs. God. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I just don't care anymore. Yeah, all the all the magic is gone. Yeah, I'm going to the Magic Mike Club instead. <laughs> exactly. You're like, fuck yeah, dongers. Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't ever see dongers. Get my job at Danglers. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, that's all. Let's uh, let's take a break, shall we? Let's. Hey! Hey! Keeping it chill. Yeah. Second yeah. Half. All right. Go like go we into, always do. Going to go into chill mode. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I got a couple of movies to talk about. I would Thank like to God, hear some stories. About yeah. I haven't watched shit. Yeah. Well, look, I, I I will preface this by saying I'm not in any way shilling. I'm just telling you the story of what I personally did with no affiliation to the Bear Suit Studios Inc. <laughs> or whatever the fuck we are. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I signed up sure. for Movie Pass, a little thing you may have heard of all over the news about a week and a half yeah, ago. Yeah, like everybody went nuts mm-hmm. yeah. for a day. So apparently it was a thing. It just wasn't really registering with anybody until they were like, hey, what if we cut that price in half? And all of a sudden people were like, $10 a month for all the movies you can see in a theater. Oh, my God. Let's that, post this everywhere. Honestly, like 20 bucks a month is a pretty fucking good deal. I would have done it had I known about yeah. it. This was just the first I heard about it. Mm-hmm. So it sounded like they needed to have some sort of groundswell before, you know, it, they yeah. could have kept it at the old price. Anywho, but I signed up for it and I did it like damn near immediately when I read about it that morning. Um, so I end up getting my card faster. I guess a lot of people are still waiting for, to get their card because uh. they got so hit so hard in their like first couple days. Hmm. Um, so anyway, I got it and I was like, finally got a chance to go try it. And I figured, if you don't know, it's ten dollars a month. All the movies you want to see, but a, a max of one per twenty-four hours. Okay. Um. So you couldn't do a daily marathon, right? Yeah, you couldn't just go there. I mean, unless you theater skip, but you can't do it yeah. legally on the card. Okay. Um. So I was like, all right, well, if I'm going to try this, I've got a three-day weekend. I'm going to try this for real. I want to make sure that the within twenty-four hours things work. Not that I'm going to have that situation mm-hmm. too many times, but I'm going to give it a go. So, um. Sunday, I rolled up and saw Atomic Blonde. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was basically like, I I started this with like some slightly older movies just because I wanted to see them while they were still in the theater. And then I figured I can catch up and watch some of the newer shit when it comes mm-hmm. out. Um, so rolled up and saw Atomic Blonde. That's, I think that's like a, a pretty good to really good movie 
that was unfortunately completely missold to me. I feel like in the trailers, um, and this is part of the reason why I just don't want to see trailers ever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that was one of those where when I was generally tuning out trailers, it was so well done, it caught my attention, and I just started paying attention to the trailer. Um, because yeah, I mean, the trailers make it look like it's basically Jane Wick, you know, like it's right. we're gonna do all the John Wick things, but here's Charlize Theron, and she's gonna kick just as much ass. It's not that at all. It's a it's a slick spy thing that happens to have some action scenes in it. It's not wall to wall action John Wick style at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the trailer made you think this is her yeah, going just, around kicking ass everywhere she goes. Exactly. You know, like uh, she pretty just, much gets her ass kicked everywhere she goes. Hmm. Yeah. Um. So, like, I liked it, but I think like I would have liked going in with a little bit less preconceived notions about it. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think maybe it's like one of those things I might need to watch again before I can like really state how I feel about it. Just because there are two, you know, there are multiple action scenes. There are two like intense, long action, like prolonged action things that are, Mm -hmm. that are very good. Um, But like, other than that, it's just like almost Jason Bourne style, like, Oh, situation, click, 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 you know, it's done, you know, like keep moving, you know, like it's, you know, she's skilled like John Wick, but it's like, it's, it just doesn't have that. Like, I'm going to murder 157 people in this movie. You know, it's more like right. I'm going to kill maybe 20, if that. You know, like <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what the body count was. I'm just saying, like, it was not wall to wall body count. The director's like, bringing her into yeah. his office. Like, <laughs> Listen, we need you like, to up your numbers this month. Yeah, you've just, only you're just not meeting the, the wick quotient. Yeah, here. Charlize, you've yeah. only killed like 20 men. Yeah. yeah. What do we pay? We don't pay you to kill 20 men. We pay you to kill 120 men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So like I, I liked it. I just think, like I said, it was it was a, unfortunately one of those cases of like pre- preconceived notions, which mm-hmm. is why you know fuck trailers for the most part. I'm yep. I'm sorry, but anyway, like just tell your movie on what it actually is, and, and if people want to see it, they will come see it. And if they don't, then you're not gonna have angry people going like that's not the movie. I, th-. I mean, that doesn't do anybody any favors mm-hmm. when you miss sell a movie. So yeah. Anyway, liked it, didn't love it. Subject to change on additional viewings when I can like separate it from. Notions. Mm-hmm. Notions. Um, so slightly 24 hours after the last one, I decided to go back again. And this time I saw Valerian. Hey, and somebody the, saw Valerian. Hey, the city of a thousand, of a thousand planets. planets. I figured it was now or never before it goes away. Right. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> Not even releasing it on home video. No, nah. no, they're just burning to the ground. Get out. No VHS for <laughs> Not no, even the, hitting the that, rental That market. I could probably con- confirm. You're probably right. No VHS. Be no VHS. Uh, so let me start by saying that, like, I have probably even on here gone on record saying that I love Luc Besson. Like, I Mm -hmm. really dig his early French shit. I I like Fifth Element. I like, I like all the way up until, like, the weird Joan of Arc movie. And I mean, like, there's, there's enough going on in those that I was still on board. Um, I even like Angel, Angel A or Angela, however you Mm want to say it. Um, and then, you know, he went off and did his, like. I'm retired from filmmaking. Nah, I'm going to come back and make kids movies only. And it was like, I'm not following you here. I just, I don't give a shit about, you know, yeah. those things. Little I animated just, elf movie. Yeah. I, I, I just don't care about those. Mm-hmm. And then when he started getting back in live action, it was like, all right, I will watch this. So I watched the family. It's just a movie that exists. It's, there is nothing fucking mm-hmm. special. Anybody could have made that movie. Yeah. And then like Lucy was like, all right, maybe he's getting back. You know, there's a little bit of a Lefemnikita vibe to this one. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you're getting back to your roots. So I was like, 
you know, Lucy was somewhere between La Femme Nikita and the professional, I feel like, with some weird mind shit happening towards the end. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, maybe this is his fucking fifth album. You know, maybe everyone is wrong about this movie. They're not. <laughs> this <laughs> movie is a goddamn mess. It Aww. just is. Like I think the I think the most damning thing I could say is I think I described after seeing Baby Driver, like I could not get that head that movie out of my head mm-hmm. just days later, like just shit was still replaying in my head. I had no problem with that with Valerian. I saw that slightly over 24 hours ago. I barely remember a goddamn thing about it at this point. Wow. Like it is, there's so much happening in that movie that like, by the time it's kind of like the boobs and <laughs> in, <laughs> in fit to kill. It's like, by the end it was like, I've just seen so many boobs. I couldn't tell you what boobs I saw or who they were, what face they went with. I'm not saying anything wrong. It's just like, you've just presented me with too many boobs. Yeah. <laughs> too many boobs. <laughs> Like too many it, boobs. It keeps <laughs> it keeps feeling like it's gonna dip into something interesting, and then it was just like we had like forty years with the story, and we got one movie, one chance to do it. Mom spaghetti, and it just fucking it's yeah, it's just it's fucked up. It's it's there's just so <laughs> it's much happening. Fucked up. I mean, it, it <laughs> it's bordering. I mean, to to put it one way, it's bordering on like a Pirates of the Caribbean sequel, where it's just like now we're over here, now I'm over here, now I'm over here, now we're doing this, now we're doing this, and it's just mm-hmm. like the fuck is even happening at this point? Like, <laughs> just like, like you're just wondering why characters are where they are. But just like settle down and let a scene fucking breathe. That's all. Like, I know, I know fifth element is kinetic as hell, but it's charming. And like everything just is, it was new and exciting and wacky alien species were a thing. And now it's just mm. like, yeah, you did this, but I, I just don't care about it in this for some reason. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. It's just not, nothing about the scope or anything works. And I I can't figure out, like, I think everyone seems to have a problem with the two main stars. And I, and I can't, I, I, I do too, and I can't put my finger on exactly why. Mm-hmm. I think one, it's, this movie's almost told like a vignette. Like, you, you come into the middle of their story, and you're just supposed to pick up with, like, whatever weird mood lighting bullshit they've got going on, where it's like, <laughs> Uh, we kind of like each other, but we can't do that because it would fucking kill the ratings, you know. And mm-hmm. so they're they're like in the middle of this, like the, from the first time you meet, and it's just like it just plays throughout. I'm like, why do I give a shit? You've got to give me some lead in. You can't just be like, we're we're this close to fucking, but we work together. So you know, yeah. And then it's just like it's like moment one. They're at that stage, you know, like season two or three of a of a sitcom, mm-hmm. and. There's just, they never feel right. Like, you know, sometimes movie pairings just don't feel right. Like, they feel like... Bad chemistry. Yeah, bad chemistry. Like, they they have, like, this brother and sister vibe. <laughs> it's just, like, it just doesn't work. No. And mm. Not, not like, literally, but, I mean, like, no, I they have that much chemistry together somehow. Yeah. And it's just, like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so, you're saying that's a pass. It's a, it's a pretty hard pass. Like, there are things in it I think you should see. Unfortunately, you're going to probably see the rest of the movie around it. Like there are some very cool alien designs and shit. And mm-hmm. there is one section of the movie that is a major part of the movie, but it just kind of glosses over it by the end where it's like, here's this stylish avatar esque. And I mean that in a good way, like, you know, fantastical world and it's like almost no dialogue and all this stuff. And it goes on for like 10 minutes. And then all of a sudden it's like, all right, enough of that shit. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's the entire rest of that movie. Pew, pew, pew. Boom, <laughs> boom. Pew, yeah. pew, pew. Yeah. Cool. So I, I don't know. Like, 
I, I know I had a lot more to say about that one than I did Atomic Blonde, which is weird because Atomic Blonde is most assuredly a better movie. Hmm. But mm-hmm. okay, yeah. mm-hmm. all right then. So Chuck, yeah, you've been doing anything other than making videos for your thirty-one horror movies in thirty-one days, which is currently underway. <laughs> Literally no on YouTube.com/slash Water Cooler. Nothing else. Nothing else. But thanks for the plug. You're welcome. <laughs> I haven't made shit. Okay. I haven't made my bonus podcast for a while. Mm-hmm. Haven't watched any movies. Just been planning for a hurricane, man. Yeah. I mean, however. Yeah. Yes. I got some emails. Well, share your emails with us. Well, they're not just my emails. They're our emails. Oh. And I will proceed to read them now. <laughs> we even got a voicemail, too. It's a two-parter. Oh. oh. Two-part a, voicemail? Yeah. They run out of time. I it's, I don't recall. I I think there was an addition to it. It's mm. we took a few weeks off. A PS, sure. <laughs> okay. So uh, this one I want to note came in at like two thirteen a.m. Mm. So best uh, time. Yeah, this one's from Vinny, and it's titled 48 Hour Film Project." Mm. Hey, big bad buff behemoth motherfuckers, <laughs> or four smarmy nerds talking movies. Okay, I'm behind, so I won't get into this for a bit. But I'm just emailing to tell BJ I should have. He'd head heeded his warning. He did say that while it was somewhat fun and a learning experience, the 48 hour film project will change you. I now hate all my friends and we sneer at each other over coffee and cookies. I'm kidding. I don't drink coffee. We won some stuff and it was fun, but do be prepared. Also, I'm the asshole who suggested steal justice before finishing it. What can I say? Cocaine. It's a hell of a drug. But yeah. So I have a habit of jumping onto half-built bandwagons. What was my point again? Oh, action. Jackson. Anyway, I have another suggestion for another day. Peace out. Bamcast out. Help a guy out. Why? Because Stone Cold said so. Fuck you, Chuck. I'm kidding. You'll always be the Bamcast Jason new kid. VG3, sent from the edge of sanity over on Bleecker across from that grody pizza place. Well, uh, all right. That email is like a Family Guy episode like, come like, to life. It's like a, it's almost like a beat poet <laughs> email. It does uh, have a rhythm. I don't rhythm know if to he was it, suggesting but... Action Jackson, but if he was, listen to episode two hundred, and we apologize for the auto quality on that one. Oh yeah, but yeah, we did that. Yeah. That's good. Action Jackson rules. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great, and it got a standing ovation. Yeah, it did. But thanks, Vinny. I think. Yeah, sure. That was sorry about your troubles. That that definitely sounds like a post forty eight hour film project. Email. Maybe a little fried. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. You're it's it's cool. You're in New York. You can get new friends. Yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah. Just take a subway ride, make new friends. <laughs> That's what I hear. People are very friendly on the subway. That's, that's, I hear that <laughs> that's also. That's Japan. They're they're too friendly. Oh oh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. New York, they just don't give a they don't even no, look at you. Mm. Okay. Yeah, even New you're York on your head, on your head. Yeah, <laughs> you're like nope, straight ahead. Don't yeah. look. Don't make eye contact. <laughs> it's almost a Zen state, yeah. really. Yeah. But anyway, thanks, thanks, Vinny. Yeah, thank you, Vinny. So, got voicemail. Hey, Bamscasters, this is MC Wagner calling. Stuck in stuck in traffic midway between Elmhurst and Urbana, Illinois. I uh, just finished listening to the latest BMF cast and thought I'd call in with a couple of quick comments. Uh, first, on mixing up Ghost in the Shell with Appleseed, this is an entirely understandable thing to do because they were actually both made by the same uh, Japanese manga creator, Shiro Masamune, <laughs> who those are the two of his sort of big, well-known works, which he made before he uh, 
wandered off and decided to go create terrifying horse porn. <laughs> Seriously, don't look that up. Uh, oh, Japan. Wasn't gonna. The other thing is, is I thought I'd call in with you, uh, fast approaching your 400th episode and ask, uh, if each of you, if you had any particular moment from previous Vampscasts that you would mark down as your favorite moment. Mine would have to be the first discussion of toilet wine, which uh, the first time I heard it actually had me laughing so hard I literally couldn't see for a minute or two, which it turns out is rather dangerous on the highways. Uh, so yeah, you can add me to another potential fatality caused by your uh, podcasting. And the last thing is that I was wondering uh, what each of your, not favorite movies are, but movies that you most frequently try to press on other people. I find this is actually a much better uh, measure of a person's taste as to what they really want other people to watch and appreciate more than what they would list as their own personal favorite movies. Because if they're honest, a lot of people have favorite movies in common, and Telling someone your favorite movie is Indiana Jones or Star Wars isn't uh, particularly profound or interesting. But the small film or practically unknown film that you have decided to champion can be a much more interesting discussion and generate a lot more interesting views for uh, your listening audience. So I just thought I'd call in with those couple of questions and a comment. Um, yeah, that's about it. Crash and burn, MC Wagner out, sent from my fucked up Garmin that is mysteriously stuck in Acadian French. Well then, huh. Uh, so favorite moments. I think mine is one that actually made the outtakes of an episode. Mm -hmm. Was when for some reason uh, it was uh, an email where someone mentioned that John Cena could eat a bowl of fuck, and I could not get through reading that sentence without laughing. That was a pretty good email. I don't, I don't know. I think it was Blair that sent it, but I don't know why. But like, I just kept trying to read it, and I kept losing it. And I can't. And that must have been pre um, live stream, maybe. But I just kept reading that thing over and over and over, and everyone just kept laughing more and more. Mm -hmm. And then when I finally got through it, everyone's like. That was it? <laughs> it was just eat a bowl of fuck? Because <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, John Cena can eat a bowl of fuck. <laughs> and just yeah. couldn't handle it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it is every moment that we spent uh, making Cinescrote mm -hmm. and how many takes it took. Yeah. Because we would probably get about 20 seconds in before somebody would just die laughing and ruin the take. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Some, I'm almost tempted. I'm half tempted. I, I'd have to go and listen to it to make sure we don't say some truly horrid things, but I'm half tempted to put out the raw audio of that. Oh, God. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's like three hours long. I don't care. Least. It just. It's up to somebody if they want to listen to mm. it. <laughs> we'll put it on. Put it on the Patreon for like a hundred dollars. Okay. Yes. If you really want this, uh, open your wallets. <laughs> bow your heart. Or make that like the the next goal. You know, the monthly goal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We hit this number. <laughs> the raw Sinuscrit episode yep. comes out. Mm -hmm. Aside from just saying like the entire Deathstalker episode, since that was my first episode, mm -hmm. that was a lot of fun. But. Man, that fight we got into about man's best friend—that is pretty good. Was is is like, I 
I, I swear week after week after week I don't remember shit like as soon as we turn off the mics I don't remember yep. a goddamn thing we said I can still remember that man's best friend argument it wasn't really a serious argument I was fucking around but it was just I, funny though because the table split <laughs> exactly where it was like you and BJ were like no yeah. no fuck that guy and we, I was like no fuck that dog that guy didn't do anything we don't get moments like that where there is a a a fake le- but legit split on an opinion of some mm-hmm. sort where we can just totally just go at each other like that. Yeah. I don't know why I always think of that, but maybe it's, that's it why was... toilet wine people like, cause like yeah. half of us were like, no toilet wine. <laughs> I do three, it. three quarters of you were rightfully <laughs> so about toilet wine. I was the one defending, okay. <laughs> defending uh, the virtue of toilet wine. Yeah. <laughs> I was defending the virtue on the cleanness of the tank part of the toilet as a apparatus to make alcohol. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. And then someone sent us a link of people making Pruno. Mm-hmm. And, Pruno. And, but they wouldn't drink it. They're like, you could die. So, no, we're not drinking this. So, I'm like, you went, all, you went to all the effort of making this, and then you didn't even drink it. Yeah. What's wrong with you? It looked horrible. Mm-hmm. It looked... Uh, God, it looked like the most horrendous it, it, thing ever. It does, yeah. Yeah. I think I... Well, I sent you the link to the Modern Rogue episode about that. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Where, yeah, just straining it. They were like, oh, God, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> You got any? Uh, well, mine would be funnier if BJ was here, but my favorite part of it is uh, when you motherfuckers go home. <laughs> no. no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Guess what? You, your favorite part happens every week. I know. It's the gift that keeps Man, on giving. You're so lucky. <laughs> no, honestly, I think my favorite part is um, I, I will always have a soft spot in my heart for the situation that created my ability to make the gold man sacks joke. Oh, okay. I've said that before with other like anniversary episodes, but honestly, I think that my, my favorite cumulative experience with the Bamfcast was when we perfectly, I think it was all four of us chimed in when I think we were doing chill factor and we perfectly went around the table and went, ah, oh, skeet. Skeet, oh, yep. skeet, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Yep. It just went around. <laughs> oh, yep. It was so beautiful and not planned. I promise you. There have been one or two of those where we have all like done the right thing in sequence. <laughs> and it's like, wow. Yeah. No planning. That yeah. was that was completely natural. Yep. <laughs> and it was it was yep. magical. Yeah. Hey, you should write in and tell us your favorite moments and then we'll put together a clip show. Yeah, we'll do that for, for 400. <laughs> no. Yeah, we'll just we'll be like, well, let's uh let's go into this walk-in freezer and uh oh, the door we, shut behind us. Are we going to create a bottle episode? We're locked in the no. freezer. Time to reminisce. Oh, a bottle, a bottle <laughs> flashback episode, even oh, better. God. A bottle clip show. Yes, the best. Uh huh. Technically, every one of our episodes is a bottle episode. Yeah, we have never it, left no, this we, location. No. Well, except for one once. One, once. No. Once. Yes. We, we, got, we got a new set. We switched apartments like in Friends. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well i mean the first what was it first three or four we recorded in your living room like we set up a table in the middle and they don't know it. that <laughs> yeah but i'm saying yeah. like we we did the studio the studio yeah. thing happened pretty early because mm-hmm. by robot jocks we were already in the we already had a studio but mm-hmm. yeah yeah the first few were just kind of like figuring it out yeah that's what i can't figure out that there's some shows where the dudes like still they just sit on the couch Holding a microphone, and I don't know how you get any audio quality doing that. Just get a fucking tripod, man. Yeah. Cheap. Get a, a boom arm tripod at the very mm-hmm. least. At least your mic will not be moving all over the place like this. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, movies that we push on people. Oh, yeah, that. Might not be your favorite, but you rec- you always recommend it. Mm-hmm. I, I'll go first. Just, I mean, I'm skipping the order, but we just talked about it. I, I've tried to voice moon upon lots of people. 
Yep. I mean, I take I take a temperature gauge. You know, yeah, like Moon is a good one. I, I, but I like that, and I was like, and if you like Moon, maybe District Nine from the same time period, same year. You know, it's like, if, you know, your taste. It, it's completely different movies, but mm-hmm. very different and very good sci-fi of that year. Yeah. And Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is the other one. Like depending yeah. on the person, because it's just indie enough that people are like, I, I know the people in it, but I've never heard of this movie. Well, you should. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Um. Recently, I would say uh, The Good Guys mm-hmm. comes up a lot. Mm-hmm. People, I've had people come to me and like, have you ever heard of this movie, The Good Guys? I'm like, yeah, you should see that. It's really great. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you, you mean know. The nice I, Guys? Oh, yeah. Shit, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Good Guys is a pretty good TV show All right, <laughs> that I've if recommended. But yeah, The Nice Guys, sorry. Yeah, because people are like, I like Russell Crowe, but I don't know if I... Uh, is he funny? I'm like, yeah. The fucker's fat and he's funny. <laughs> That's the best. Yep. Fat he's, Russell Crowe is the best Russell Crowe. He's the best version of Russell Crowe right now. Mm-hmm. He doesn't take himself too seriously or anything. He might, but I don't know. He's not rocker Russell Crowe <laughs> anymore. Yeah. So, but I did. I it. It's hard to. I think it's harder to champion stuff now. One because we do this, and so it seems like every week we're championing something, and then mm-hmm. we just move on. So. I kind of think back to movies that I would push on people when I was working in a video store. And there's, there's two movies that I would always, we always had like one copy of, and I would, I still to this day will tell people to watch, even though I, they're pretty much impossible to find. Uh, one is this movie called cold blooded and it stars Jason Priestley. It's just about a hitman. Mm-hmm. It's one of those post pulp fiction kind of things, but it's really, really good. So I champion yeah. that for a while. I this I've heard of that. Are you sure that's what it's called? Cold-blooded. I believe okay, it's all one okay. word. I've seen a Jason Priestley as a hitman movie, and I didn't, didn't remember that being the name. I believe that's it. Okay. Um, the other is this movie, I think it came out around 2000, called The Settlement, which is a John C. Riley insurance scam mm-hmm. kind of movie, and it's it's just one of those twisty-turn things, but with a good sense of humor to it. It's not it's not stupid, silly John C. Riley, but it's, you know, darkly comic. Yeah. I really like that movie, too, so... Those are, those are two that I will. If they ever came out on like a Blu-ray, I would just be like, "Oh my god, you guys, you gotta, you just gotta see these. Mm-hmm. You just gotta. Yeah. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> it's so good, man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, mine, uh, out of sight always comes up. Mm-hmm. You know, which is my favorite movie anyway. But uh, I was talking with Steve, like the bird, about it, about how it kind of has a little bit of something for everyone mm-hmm. like there's there's something for just about anybody to like in that movie mm-hmm. and to me it is a huge litmus test of whether we will agree on movies or not right because i've i know people who are like uh, i didn't like that movie it was it it was dumb nothing really happened mm-hmm. i'm like all right well i hope you enjoy your life and you f- can fuck off and just never come back yeah you know so i do that <laughs> but uh <laughs> <laughs> fuck off yeah well, you know, it, it, I take it personally, mm-hmm. but no, but uh, it, to me, that's always a good judge. And it always feels like, like if someone appreciates movies, they are going to appreciate that movie. And yeah. if they don't, then I know that just like, I, I don't even need to bother. Yeah. You know, like, like let's just like, we don't, we just, movies are not something we're going to be able to talk about. <laughs> it's kind of how, you know, I hate to put it that way, but that's kind of how it feels when I do that. Mm-hmm. And the limey is in the same token like i will always recommend the limey because i think that movie's fantastic and you got terrence stamp doing an awesome terrence stamp thing throughout and detention is another one that i that's oh yeah Bamfcast movie is like i it's one of those where it's like you know people either get me or they don't 
and that movie really is going to show whether they do. And I always have to warn them, the first 10 minutes of that movie is the most off-putting part of that movie that sucks. Yeah. But once you get past that introductory section, the rest of that movie is fucking phenomenal. And the last one's probably Scott Pilgrim, more for just whether this person's on my wavelength or not type mm-hmm. thing, because I that is very much a love it or hate it movie. And I know there are plenty of people in this world that hate it. And I don't blame them. I don't quite get it, but I don't blame them. So I, I, those are the ones I, t- I tend to use as a judge of, okay, who, uh, you know, will will this person share my tastes in some way? Yeah. I, I even try to sometimes meet people in the middle. I'm like, all right, you like big, dumb things like at least try fast five mm-hmm. like if you can't if you can't get behind that we're gonna have nothing to talk about like because i mean sometimes i do just like watching a brainless movie and i can be like all right if you know settle down about the latest rom-com you saw like you know like i'm not gonna get that into it but maybe i will have seen it but right you know mm-hmm. like i just i try to meet people somewhere like i i i like a lot of different kinds of movies and so some people yeah. you know every, whatever last thing they saw was the best or worst thing they ever seen so you know, you're not going to yeah. be able to have a conversation with them. And I'd say the most recent one for me would be Kubo and the Two Strings. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, that's just a phenomenal, well-told movie. You know, regardless of medium. This is, you know, this is just, it's a phenomenal movie. Yeah. And it, it's the reason I love movies. So, <laughs> you know, it's one of those that you want people to watch because you want people to catch some of that joy that you had watching it. It sucks, though. Like, I mean, when people know that you're a movie guy and they come up like, hey, we got anything to recommend? It's like, oh, fuck. Like, where do I even start? Like, yeah. I, I usually I, I usually try to come up with like a couple questions just to be like, I got, I got to take a temperature here. Like, have you seen this? OK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you feel about? I mean, usually I, I mean, usually I just take the easy way of like, hey, name me something like you want to see something else like it. And maybe I can go from there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do that a lot, too. Like, what do you what kind of things do you like? What do you want to see more of? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot of like a lot of like so many of my recommendations are. Or what's your tolerance for violence? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, you know that's well, like Total Recall. I, I'm like Total Recall is just one of the best badass action movies that actually has more going on under the hood. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's one of those cases of knowing how also like seeing how people interact with a movie mm-hmm. is. You know, they can go, man they fucking shot up a bunch of people and there's crazy shit and good jobs to Mars and you know they'll like geek out on that and then there's other people will be like holy like they'll want to discuss okay did that actually happen to him was it all a dream you know and that's when you're like all right now I know I can talk movies with this person mm-hmm. or you can just go yeah that was badass wasn't it <laughs> you know yeah and there's room for both but yeah. that, yes. that's why I like movies like that where there's there's room for both it takes all kinds yeah <laughs> doesn't it uh, I think we had another. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thanks, had, thanks for that insight there. Yeah, Chuck. thanks, Chuck. Uh, we had another voicemail from him that came soon after that. Oh, okay. But I figured we'd get. Hey, back Whoops. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. I just figured we'd answer his questions and then get to the the short follow up. Hey, Basscasters. This is MC Wagner calling again. This time on the road between Urbana and Indianapolis. Um, and I realized about an hour later that I never gave you my examples of. Uh, movies that I like, of course, on other people. So uh, my two examples are Session 9 and Ginger Snap, which are two uh, horror films I came across by complete chance and always felt that uh, they should be better known and more widely appreciated. That's all I had to add. Yeah. MC out. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah, session there nine is great. That that is a still to this day underappreciated thing. Like at, at mm-hmm. some point, I figured that movie was going to get its due, and it never. Like it's it's still in that little like cult circle of. You should see session nine. Aside from that one gif of David Crusoe, <laughs> you mm-hmm. shouldn't really see it. Yeah, well, I mean, that's how we feel about stuff like Ninja Busters and, you know, like Super Fights, where we're like, how come Miami Connection caught on and these didn't? You know, or like King of the Cut Kickboxers, you know, like we, we, we just we watch some of these and we're like, how do they how are like how do people not go nuts over these? Yeah, I, if Super Fights, if, if like there was some sort of Blu-ray restoration of Super Fights and that thing came out, it would it would catch on that would you, all you need is like three or four websites who you know, are connected, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the, the ones people will run with their opinions of because no one gives a fuck about what we say. But, yeah. you know, fucking AV Club says, hey, have you heard about this movie called Super Fights? Mm-hmm. And suddenly everyone will be like, oh, my God, Super Fights. This is so good. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. But that's what we want. I know. I know. You know, and that's why I wonder about detention. You know, it's like, how did that not catch on? How did Torque not catch on? It's It's like there's these very small pockets of people. Like us that are like, man, people need to fucking watch this movie. And like whenever anything comes up that's even remotely like that, like, yeah, yeah. but torque, you know, <laughs> but torque. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still surprised. Like when we Harlow and I were looking for movies to do that were uh, Fast and Furious knockoffs, that there aren't really any like no one has figured out how to successfully rip those movies off mm-hmm. even before they went fucking nuts. Like just the the car racing culture bullshit, like how no one really, you know, copycatted that stuff well. Yeah, like yeah, Torque well, was as close as it got, but Torque is fucking insane compared to the early Fast and well, Furious. Yeah, Torque movies. is just Joseph Kahn having as much fun as he possibly can. Yeah, with that. but like when Torque came, like I never saw a, sh- a single thing about Torque. Like when that movie came out in theaters, yeah. and all I ever heard people say was, "Ah, it's a Fast and Furious knockoff," and it's like. Oh no! <laughs> they go into fucking CG warp speed at the yeah, end of that movie. It's, I mean, it's <laughs> Torque is like almost an auteur type yeah. thing. Like, like Torque is someone with a very clear vision, mm-hmm. taking that material and going, "How can I make this mine?" Yeah, which, yeah, unfor- which is what Joseph Kahn seems to do with all of his movies, mm-hmm. which makes me really want to see Bodied. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, what we found was like there were there were several that we had seen on Netflix throughout the years. And it turns out they were like all asylum things. So yeah. we just didn't even bother because we knew there'd be garbage Yeah, not even try anything. Yeah. Asylum, it just seems like now like their horror films are the only things that even we should consider trying yeah. because some of them are actually really good mm-hmm. because it's limited and because it works with the budget. Yeah. Like whenever they try to do, you know, giant whatever their giant robot ripoffs of oh, transmorphers. Yeah, I oh. mean, like any of that shit just looks terrible. Mm-hmm. It just looks ter- anytime that anything they try to do on a scale just looks fucking ridiculous. So yeah, it's it's the you know that like the paranormal entity thing is the perfect example of a movie that costs twelve dollars, but you can still do cool shit with it mm-hmm. because it's literally nothing. Yeah. All right. I uh, got one email left. Okay. Uh, this one's from Patrick. Who said you had to be born someday? Mm-hmm. September sixth is a pretty good day to be born. You can prove that by acknowledging how many cool people were born then. For example, Michael Winslow, who made us laugh to tears, providing great voice work to many other otherwise unwatchable movies, or Idris Elba, an actor so cool that even a fanatic KKK member would want to have his babies, <laughs> or Max Schreck, whose interpretation of Dracula is still among the best in movie history, or Rosie Perez, who okay, fuck Rosie Perez. 
Among those people is someone who doesn't make movies, but certainly makes shitty movies sound funny, and he's doing that in a cool podcast with some other cool dudes, and his name is Mackie. Happy birthday, Mackie, if today is your birthday. Otherwise, have a good day anyway. My regards, Patrick, but seriously, fuck Rosie Perez on any day of the goddamn year. Okay. Is that like have yeah. sex with her or I'm not disregard sure. I mean, her? If that's I, an option. The way it sounds, Patrick. Uh, you think talking some shit. Yeah. <laughs> but thanks, Patrick. Oh, it's your birthday? Tomorrow? Yeah, the day after we record this. Mm-hmm. But a couple days before we post it, yeah. Oh. So, yeah. So thanks, Patrick. I didn't know I shared it with Idris Elba. Yeah. Like, like uh, growing up, it was always like Jane Curtin and uh, I'm trying to remember and, and Michael Winslow, hmm. who I've met, but I forgot to tell him that it was that we shared a birthday, hmm. but he probably would have been like, and then walked away. <laughs> That's kind of what he did anyway. So hmm. did. Okay. This is totally random. I'm just going to throw this out there because I had this thought. When you guys were in school, like maybe junior high or late elementary school, did you get like these dot matrix printouts of like things involving your birthday? My birthday never happened during the school year. Oh, thanks for reminding me. Uh, are you talking about like the on this day in history type thing? Yeah, kind of like that. But they were all tailored to something about you. I, th- no. There were at least two or three years in a row where we would get these kind of like weird computery printout things i i very much remember this from like junior high of like people born on your birthday people who died on your birthday Mm -hmm. things that happened in the year you were born that kind of thing like i have no idea what the point of it was or who was sponsoring it or why we did it but it was like this big thing no i don't know i never saw anybody get one of those and i i didn't unless it was like stealthy and they you know i wouldn't have seen somebody else's okay. like they're recruiting mm. you for the cia or something. i i don't know why this, like you're on a list no idea like why you're being happened, watched so listen to with a chip in your head mm. i don't know whatever yeah. happens we also got weird like matchmaking things matchmaking things yeah like e-harmony stuff kind of like they they would just i think this was all just random bullshit but they would like print out these like here are the people most likely to date you. What? Yeah, but this was like junior high. It was really weird and made are, are everyone... Are you in a cult? I don't think so, unless I've completely blocked it, but I remember mm. like several years running of getting these things, and then like no one took them seriously except for like the four people who thought they should take it seriously. And... Christ, we're like almost the same age. I mean, <laughs> me going through middle school was like, don't touch your privacy to someone else. You'll get all the things. <laughs> I'm not yeah, saying like, you like get... babies and AIDS yeah. and, a- and babies with AIDS. <laughs> like somehow you won't get AIDS, but your baby will. I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, seriously, Maybe... like the the idea of them even like remotely encouraging hooking up is like not hooking ridiculous. up, but well, just... whatever in any way, shape or form. Because, I... you know, if you touch lips, you're going to get mono. I mean, seriously, my whole entire childhood was like, don't touch anyone else. <laughs> you will fucking die. <laughs> don't do the drugs. to. Right. to, to to dull out the pain that you can't touch anyone else, you will fucking die. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I went to a different kind of cult. Like a- yeah, you went to just the no touchy cult. Yeah. No, no touchy, no drugs. Yeah. I don't know. No, I, I never had any of that. I, I just had like the, this is what happened in the news on your birthday mm. in, you know, 1942. And, you but know, did, that was stuff. it a printout? Was it like something that you were no, given? No, it was more something like my parents had. Oh, okay. I don't know. So weird. Yeah, I guess I also share Naomi Harris, who's Money Penny in the new Bond movies. Oh. Lauren Lapkus of Jurassic World. Sure, you, you know her. You know her. 
I would. You would. Trust me. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. Um, Swoozy Kurtz. You're still looking at other Man. people that share your birthday? Jesus. <laughs> You're going to do, do, do my next. Do I, my I next. like that he listed Michael Winslow first, whereas on IMDb, Michael Winslow is number 20. Well, he's number one in our hearts. Y- yes. Machine gun noise. And, and <laughs> Yes. And, and <laughs> Jane Curtin has dropped to 26. Her star meter yeah. plummeting. It's, it's unfortunate. Damn it. <laughs> Get back out there, Jane. But anyway, yeah. Idris Elba. I'll take that. You probably never heard about it when you were a kid because there was no Idris Elba when you were a kid. Yeah, and no one had seen Luther yet. So yeah, it was exactly. like nobody knew. Hmm. But now they do. So anyway. Yeah. Wait, wait, are you older than old Idris Elba? How no. old is Idris Elba? He's four years older than me. Oh, okay. But anyway, if you want to email us, email us bmf at bmfcast.com. Check out bmfcast.com for links to all our social stuff, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, join our Discord app which we also have a link to that, which is a chat amongst fans and friends. And I think the best part of that is I've seen like, you know, some days just none of us can check in. Mm -hmm. Like we're just, we get too busy. And then we look and people have had like these long, super involved conversations about movie stuff and general BS. And it's kind of nice. Yeah. It can exist without us. Please join and have your own chats. We will be there when we can. We are quite often, but. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, usually there's one of us in there because it's usually during work time and we're like, I don't feel like working. I'll just pop on the Discord. Chat so. it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. And another cool thing, mm-hmm. patreon.com slash bmfcast. That is a very cool thing. Yeah. Uh, dollar gets you a bonus exclusive bmfcast extra early stuff. $5 gets you podcasts that you do not get anywhere else. That's so check right. It out. And there are other levels that give you other stuff, but... Mm-hmm. Either way, check it out. Patreon.com slash BMFcast. It supports us, helps uh, pay all our hosting fees and, you know. Acquiring movies, yes. all kinds of things. Yeah, we have so many freaking movies yes. thanks to that. That's yeah. that's helped a lot. Mm-hmm. And then we, so thank you then for Then we those. sometimes turn around and give them right back out. Like, we yep. do. Like uh, MC Wagner or whatever his name was tonight. More than likely, yep. yes. He's going well, to he, be hearing from us. <laughs> defaulting. Well, no, no, we had some emails, I guess, yeah. too. So. Yeah. MC Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he called us on the uh, Garfield phone. He did. The BAMCAST hotline. Mm-hmm. 9105-JAX-BMNF. 9105569263. Yes. I remembered that. Yeah. From BJ saying it every week, <laughs> which I'm still kind of surprised at. You but, sure did. But yeah, give us a call. You'll be on the show. Yes. We'll talk about what you talked about, <laughs> but hopefully give you some insight into us. Right. And it doesn't have to be when you're driving cross country. It just always is. <laughs> it helps. You know, sometimes that's just how you got to do. Just careful. You know, when you listen to us, don't go blind driving or whatever. Don't, <laughs> don't laugh. Your, advice. Don't laugh yourself blind. <laughs> don't go blind driving. See, that's why we're not. Guest. That's why we try not to be nonstop hilarity. Mm, that's true. We, yeah. we, want, we don't want to ruin lives. Mm-mm. Right. We want to just enhance them. That's why I'm never funny. I don't want enhance. anyone yeah. to ever die. Hmm. Same here. Yeah. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? Let's. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast out. (laughs) 